everybody. Drew and Mike show rolling into the weekend. It's been a long week. I hate to admit it, but Brandon being gone really kind of fucks a few things up. Damn it. Damn it. I like to think when people are gone that, no, we don't need that person. What do you mean? I got it. Well, we should pass that along to him because that'll make him feel really Oh, I just did pass it along to him. I know. Yeah, if you listen. You'll hear it. It always made me feel really good if somebody shitty came in and did the news while I was out. Amen. No, I, you know, I'm, you know what else? When you're gone and you listen to the show and it sounds good, that's annoying too. It's like, they don't fucking need me. They're just, they're just having a great time. Just having a fucking ball without me. Gives you that extra want to be better, right? To go, I gotta, I gotta fucking get back. That's what it should do. Yeah. Once, once you get over the, the hurt. I tell you what was really funny was calling in to the morning show when I was late oh, yeah. and having drops played at me. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, is this weird? <laughs> you hear a drop and all these people are laughing and you're like, I was talking. I know it feels. <laughs> ha! Yeah, it's not easy being on the other end of that phone sometimes. I do remember that phone at some point had some sort of issues. <laughs> was it? Issues. Clear. Well, you mean on the receiving end? I, I just think, you know, phone had some beard in it or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, well, we heard about a phone that had a turd inside the. Uh, <laughs> that, that, wasn't was a, bad. that was one of my favorite call-ins. Was the guy was staying at Western Michigan? He was there for homecoming, and he was just checking in, and somebody came down and there was a long line because it was homecoming and this guy just rushed to the front line yelling with he had unscrewed the receiver and he brought it down to show that inside the mouthpiece was a turd (laughs) why but why well it was some comedian staying there before him but i mean he had to of course here's a nice piece of shit he had to display this for the entire line the long line of people he had to unscrew the was it like an old phone yeah Yeah, because i think he was talking to somebody on the phone they said god it sounds like there's a turd in the phone or something it had smell too yeah it's stunk stunk. that's what that's what actually got him so it smells like a turd covered in burnt hair that's actually a pretty funny idea. Yes. Uh, if anybody else tries that, please <laughs> let us know. Throwing turds in phones. <laughs> uh, hey, we're in the DealsNadie.com studios, and Hall Financial is our presenting sponsor. How's it going over at Hall, Jim? It's going really well, really busy. Talking, to, We're having one of our best weeks ever. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Or not ever. This year, I should say. I'm okay. sorry. No, Back I know. Up. Well, the refi business, obviously. I mean, some of your competitors have noticed they're laying off. Huge amounts yep. of people. Yep, and it's uh, but it's just that time of year. People are starting to get out and buy homes, and you know, getting just just towards that buying season, right? So, mm. are you getting calls from the show? I hope I am. I actually got a call from a guy today that uh, left me a message, and he didn't want to talk mortgages. He just wanted to talk about the show. Oh, okay. So, well, that's a start. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lead. I always love those. That could be a lead. <laughs> What's his name? Just out of no, it's oh. Nope. <laughs> no, not that guy. Different guy. Different oh, okay. guy, which was funny, one day after the other guy. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, Hall's got the uh, the exclusive Buy Smart program giving up to $2,500 towards your down payment if you qualify. Get pre-approved. They have uh, the best in the industry as far as pre-approval. Five-star certified at Hall Financial. They can connect you from a top realtor like Christine. 
Imaginary. From their exclusive realtor network, so whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current home, call Hall first, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, little, this is really has been a, I don't know why this week's been aggravating. It's like, <laughs> this is the longest week, and I think it's really, okay, first Sunday, Brandon was just not well. Mm-hmm. So that was weird, although I have to admit, I get really focused in the show, and I didn't notice it as much as <laughs> as much as I should have. I was just like, "Oh, that was a good show," and then I noticed that he was he was kind of fading, and because that was when he could, was not strong enough to play a full drop. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It kind of cut off. Listening back to that show, what a valiant effort by him to power it was. through. No, that's true. And so then you know, then he's he's out, and that was the day of. Sarah and Carl, and that was so. That was a little like high wirey. Like oh, I wish we didn't have two things going on today, and we have a lot of production, and uh, it was just a little. But it was fine. I mean, everything's on AIDS. <laughs> no, he could not push the button hard enough. That is, that's been verified. I think the button will be pushed hard today. Good. No, I, I expect that, and I think Brandon eventually. Uh, those little hands will be back to pushing the buttons as hard as they need to be pushed. I hope so. No, he'll be fine. <laughs> I talked to Marcus today. And, oh, that's uh, good. He you know, reassured you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, he's concerned about him, but yeah. I mean, you know. And Marcus is very close to the hospital too. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so. Wow. Anyway, yeah, so Marcus um, just goes the distance. No, he is. Marcus is. Uh, Marcus is a great friend. Anyway, uh, so before the show, I just, I don't know why I did this. I just went, now that we have a YouTube account, I have more numbers to keep track of. <laughs> and that can be good because I love numbers. But we, Jim posted the, uh, the conversation about the new show, the projected show with TJ and Amy Hobach. Um, we just fucked. <laughs> and, and I thought, I saw it this morning. I'm like, oh, that's a great post. And I listened to it. And I was like, oh, this is going to get a lot of views. Three hundred twelve views. I'm like, oh, oh. it should have more views than that. Should that, Jim? That hurts me too. No, it I hurts. mean I feel bad. I'm like, God damn it! How do we get that to more? It was it was the correct selection. I just want to say that it's not your fault. Thank it was you. Absolutely the right selection. And not only that, when I when I was listening to it at first, I was like, Oh, I hope it goes to this point, and it went to exactly that point. That's what oh. I thought. I was like, no, oh, this is this is just it's kismet. <laughs> <laughs> Jim knows. That's the second time I've used that word in Kismet. my life. Kismet. In my life. I remember you saying it the first time. Yeah, it was, I don't know why it came into my brain, but it did. And it, it was a very sarcastic moment. But um, Kismet, isn't that when sort of when everything comes together? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little, I think Kismet's a little flukier. This was actually a, a brilliant effort on Jim's part, uh, using a brilliant effort from the show. And the, the it's like a perfect storm or Kismet. And... <laughs> It was brilliant, except for the listeners didn't do their part. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? No, I'm kidding. You probably were listening to the show because uh, I was so upset about the 312 views that I was saying, you know, let's see where the show's ranked. The show's been ranking high. I need to go into the show on a good note. And I went to Chartables, and there we are at number 81. Whoa. Which is, yeah, seriously, I don't know what it is, but when the show is doing number 150, I can't tell you why, and I can't tell you why when it's 81, but it's been like the best three weeks. It's been about the best one-month stretch we've had since wow. probably a year at least. Is this like the best week? Is it up no, there? It, I guess I'm trying to rub it in Brandon's face. 
Um, no, it's it, it's not the best. I, you know, I'm going to analyze that. Um, <laughs> Take a I little deeper into those numbers. Yeah, I can't tell you specifics all the time. I do know that you know when it comes to guest bumps, Adam Carolla was the, the best bump guest in terms of going, whoa, what happened on that show? And it's Adam Carolla. Gibby was also a big bump after the Super Bowl. Of course, it was the Super Bowl plus Gibby equals bump. Big bump. Um, uh, Gibby's a good bump guest anyway. And then, uh, let's see, uh, Bill Maher was a good guest. Yeah. We had, I mean, it's like when 20,000 people come in from nowhere, that's really just the, that's really just more of the sort of the, we have an audience, some that listen two times a week, three. I think I had this illusion that everyone listens to everything all the time. Right. Five years ago. But no, there's people who are here Monday and they're back on Thursday. There's people that listen every day. The people that listen every day are so loud yeah, and sassy yeah. that you tend to think that everybody's like, they're not. So a guy, someone like Bill Maher will bring in some of the people who are two-day-a-weekers or two-day-a-monthers. 898 million. <laughs> so uh, anyway, disappointing uh, TJ, Amy. I don't get it. I. It'll I be know. up there now. I hope it's, so. It's, it's got to be above 2,000 tomorrow, a, by, yeah. by the end of the week. It'll be a slow build but oh, it'll come back. I was thinking about something, though. I mean, I do think there is... I think the bit was great, and we were right, too. If they did a show called We Just Fucked, <laughs> it would be a hot... I should have had the megaphone for that, too. That would get us at least another five views if I had the megaphone. Um, we Just Fucked. They're doing, like, table reads, like, with We Just Fucked on the paper. <laughs> we're just going to work. We're going to go with We Just Fucked for now. We'll figure it out. I'll workshop that. It's, I think We Just Fucked is, I think Mark nailed that. Um, It'd get eyeballs. If, you know, they're, ta- they're like just trying to figure out what their greatest worth is. And their greatest worth is, oh, together, because we're so hot. We're such a hot couple. I really, don't you think they think they are the hottest couple? Oh, hell yeah. It's, I mean. I mean, I've never seen a, a news couple that is, like on the beach, you know, in in bathing suits, squeezing asses. I mean, this is totally new territory. Shirts off. Yeah, it's cool. driving them crazy how hot they are. They clandestine meetups. Yeah. Yeah, that part too, which you know, and that that's hot too. Oh my god, they were fucking. And I didn't even know it. He's fucking her, and they're on TV, and I didn't even know it. So that was hot. I'm going to fill you up. I'm going to fill you up. I can't stop Sounds like Amy. Like TJ taking control. Just get out in time for the commercial to be over. I'm sure. Is over? TJ's quite a tiger when it comes to sex. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he's in TV, so he knows timing. Yeah, well, he <laughs> sounds like a lot of things were going on in his office before shows, too. But anyway, it dawned on me today, we, we were joking around about the song Shallow, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Right. That they did a pay-per-view where Bradley, they, where they fucked. Yeah. Or, or if they really wanted to go for it, if they guaranteed he'd put it in her ass. <laughs> oh, my God, would they make money. That the amount of money would be insane. <laughs> and TJ and Amy, if they said, you know, we are so hot, we're too hot for TV. Nobody will hire us. We're too hot for TV. We can't get enough of each other. We're doing a pay per view. I'm gonna put it in her ass. 
And can you imagine? I mean, seriously, don't you think that would be a huge pile of oh, cash? Yeah. They would never have to work again. You know, if TJ was smart, he wouldn't tell her either. Then he just does it on the pay-per-view live without her knowing. Well, that's true. If you could buy it after the fact, then people would be, the, the internet would explode. The internet would be like, oh my God, TJ, put it in her ass! <laughs> and then everyone would be buying it. It would be in every hotel. It would blow away Pam and Tommy. And then in her mouth. Oh, no, you man. don't do it in that sequence. A- ATM, <laughs> right? Well, a- ATM would that would break the internet. I don't know how many oh. view, extra views it would get, but oh my god, that this and I was that was all over the news today. God, the news is just ATM. teeming with tabloidy stories, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. The Tiger Woods story is just killer. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that Tiger Woods had a girlfriend for six years? And okay, Trudy, what's her name? Oh, I have no idea. Even though we Jim, talked about it last shit, night. I What's just, your name? I just read it, too. I don't remember. I, I just looked it up. Did it begin with an E? No. Her Did, last do you name remember is it? Oh, don't last look name it up. is Herman. J- Erica Herman. Erica, okay, I had the E. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, but I had to look it up before the show. No one knows her name. No. That's how tight that NDA was. This girl can't even say her name. Did I you mean, even know he nothing. was... Dating a girl? Like, yes. six months ago, did you have any idea he had a girlfriend? Yes, I did. Because okay. she hugged him when he won okay. the Masters or whatever. And then she nursed him through. When when he drove the car across four lanes of the highway, crashed out of his mind <laughs> for so whatever, God crazy. knows what reason. She nursed him back. And oh, she was she's like a mother to his kids. And What and, happened? Okay, for all those things, which really we didn't hear much about, but now we're hearing them at, hey, she's been raising his kids for six years. He's had his kids a lot. No, really? Oh, yeah. wow. And It was and, her child support. And so <laughs> what does he do when he decides, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to have to cut her. I mean, he's so stuck in sports, he thinks that you're either on the team or you're cut. So he just calls <laughs> the Tiger Foundation. You know what, I'm going to have to cut Erica. Um, you guys want to come up with something? It's a little tricky. So, Fuck. I think the Tiger Woods Foundation, because those are where the lawyers are from, they 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 started looking into it. And they're like, oh, you know, like with the uh, p- convicts that are on the run, how they tell them they want Super Bowl tickets and they show up and then they arrest them. <laughs> well, why don't we go that route and we'll we'll tell her about this incredible vacation, and then when she leaves the house to go on the vacation, change the locks, get her shit in storage, and block Tiger's phone. And and uh, you know and then the the NDA probably says something like you know uh, when Tiger says I dumped thee three times you are <laughs> <The>. dumped. He's <laughs> got thee and thine and thy in there. I think that'd be good if we could all get divorced that way though. It I would save three times. It would save a lot of people out of trouble. Divorced. But it it would make a lot of people crazy. And this girl I think has been driven crazy. She's been helping him raise his kids. I mean. How can he do that to his kids? To send her on vacation and just go, all right, get her shit out of this house. Yeah. And then when the kids go, yeah, she's been cut. She's not on the team anymore. She didn't make the cut. (laughs) But, uh, you know, she gave it a good six years. And, um, you know, uh, we have to appreciate her stats at this point. Stats. They've been slumping. (laughs) She's been slumping lately. Yeah, she's been a little bit of a slump. She's barely made the cut. I mean, she's been. The equivalent of shooting over 80 for the last six months, and I, I had to cut her loose. She just what, didn't make the cut. What happened to Elin, though? Why isn't she, why is, why are the kids over at Tigers all the time then? Well, they're not there all the time. I mean, but he, 
Oh, but every time they're there, she's taking care of him because yeah, he yeah, only minimally out. wants to be involved. Trudy, he's involved in golf. Golf yeah, is yeah, his yeah, life. Yeah. Golf is more important than everything. Remember the uh, the girlfriend, the high school girlfriend, who was like girlfriend, I think, for two years of high school and one of college, and he sent her a letter and said, yeah, my parents, uh, they really they, don't, they think that you're really bad for my golf game, so see you. <laughs> Except at that point, he didn't have the kind of money to set up NDAs, or probably he didn't. He wasn't as derelict in his thinking as he is now. But, but the drive for a high school kid, like my parents said, you're, I don't like that girl. She's not good for you. It's like, well, oh man, I like I'm her even more. longer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but he, he likes having somebody break up for him. That's pretty much his pattern. Yeah, well, yeah, he need that's he has management for everything. <laughs> he I mean, does. he probably has management, uh, you know, changing toilet paper or what. And he doesn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, if he can't, I just think he's emotionally disconnected. The only thing he's emotionally connected to is golf. Yeah, that's, that's about it. It's been his this, whole life. Can you? I mean, can you imagine doing this to someone? Literally calling your management and saying, "I got to come up with something." Um, She's just not getting the job done, and uh, I want her out of here. I need some fresh ass. I need friction with someone else. Well, now I'm imagining it. That would have been nice back in the day to do that a few times. <laughs> oh, it's it sounds great, but to think that someone is actually doing that. No, it's brutal. And she signs an NDA at the beginning of the relationship that apparently she's so frightened of that she won't even speak her name. I mean, I can't believe that he has a Tiger Woods. Who's a more famous athlete? Tom Brady? Maybe. LeBron James. Maybe. Right. Tiger Woods has been around longer than both of them. Lionel Messi. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, come on. I don't know know who you're talking about. (laughs) Oh, bullshit. Who are those people in the minor leagues? Some of the highest paid athletes in the world. They make more than Tiger made? Yeah, I think so. Last year. Tiger's not at the peak of his game. You're right. But anyway, uh, that's, I mean, it's great radio for three. That's the way you're going with it. Everyone's going, who the fuck are you talking about? But how could Tiger Woods, how could he have a girlfriend for six years and no one knows her name? Think of someone who is a star on the level of Tiger Woods who could have a girlfriend for two weeks without knowing her name. Well, that says something about about her, too, for her to be with Tiger Woods and be okay with just being in the background. Like that's right. Well, she signed in too, but she signed an NDA at the beginning of the relationship. That's what's so weird about this. She signed it six years ago because she's like, "Mm, I love Tiger so much. I just want to make him happy. I don't want him to worry. And the the attempt to break the NDA is based on she clicked some box that's suggesting there's some sexual assault of some kind. (laughs) So this is this is really what a fuck. She's suing or she wants compensation for She him? wants $30 million. Huh. She claims that Tiger promised her... Five a year. Five years of additional, uh, I, I guess, housing. housing expenses. She also says she, quote unquote, gave up her career, which she was managing his restaurant. Oh, that's right. Power imbalance. <laughs> <laughs> Where's With his her restaurant? and the employees. Also, with the help of the Tiger Foundation, it's a giant power imbalance in every way. The NDA is a power imbalance. <laughs> so, God damn it. She says that based on the value, or well, our attorneys, she's got attorneys now. They say that based on the value of Tiger's house, if you were to rent it out to someone, if Tiger were to rent out a room to somebody, it would cost $30 million for five years. Oh, okay. And uh, this. This is the dumbest part. There's a dispute over $40,000 that she claims right. she did not get. 
Why doesn't he just fucking Venmo her 40 grand? <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> Do that? <laughs> okay, what if write her a check, whatever, yeah. give her cash. He's going to fight her over $40,000? She had cash, uh, like she left behind. And wait, where? Where do you keep $40,000, by the way? I don't way? know, but you just basically... Tiger Woods house. Cookie jar or... She helped him raise his... She hung out with his fucking kids, his bratty kids for six years. His spoiled to <laughs> all hell kids for six years. Wow. So, um, I wonder if... Don't you think he blocked her? I bet you she's blocked. I bet as soon as she got to the airport, she was blocked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was blocked, so he can't even... She's texting him furiously. Nothing. <laughs> he has no idea. No, he's just... He's playing... <laughs> he's watching cartoons. <laughs> That's just... You know, making someone sign an NDA when you start a relationship... Yeah. It doesn't show a lot of trust, does it? No. You... No, but that was after he dealt with, what, how many? 30-plus previously? Yeah, but I mean... that's him. He did that. He did that. That was him. He had 30 girlfriends. 30 people thought there was girlfriends. But after that, I think I'd be like, oh, i got to make sure this next one has an NDA for I, sure. I feel like that's the same Up principle front. that Chris Rock was illustrating, that if you have to pay for your abortion, you should get an abortion. Like, <laughs> from the person who's, <laughs> you have to pay for it, and they're not in. Yes. It's kind of the same principle if you have to send an, sign an NDA. Yeah, I, should I just don't know. How can he allow himself to even be in, I mean, to me, it's just him being cheap. If I had as much money as he did, I'd probably just say, okay, what's it cost to shut her up? <laughs> Although she is, she already is, does have an NDA. But I think some money, if he puts her on a salary, I mean, couldn't he salaried your girlfriend? <laughs> pay her, pay her three hundred grand a year for life. That's nothing for him. I mean, that was the deal with Rachel Yucatel, her NDA. Yeah, um, which was according to Rachel to cover up his bad behavior. Apparently, she doesn't think there was anything right. wrong with <laughs> with fucking Tiger when he was married to Eli. None of it was her fault either. No. Oh, is she a sob story? Holy shit! After 2009, how can he allow him? Look at how many times Tiger's fucked up. What is the most shit he's gotten for anything? The fucking tampon joke, isn't it? <laughs> it's Honestly, stayed in the news for the lot. People cared the most about it. It was like a big story last week. Tiger wants disrespected women. He doesn't respect women. He made a joke about a tampon. He doesn't think he thinks women are the weaker sex. <laughs> and now. This woman, he makes her sign an NDA. She's not allowed to say her name for six years. And it's, yeah, well, actually, it's a pretty big story. This, this will be a big story. I don't know if he'll get to 2009 levels. If, well, if you remember his text messages from 2009? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We read a lot of those. He likes some pretty, pretty kinky sex. I don't remember any of those. What were his text messages? Just a Cliff, um, Cliff Notes version. You know, I, it's hard to specifically remember, but weren't there some rape fantasies and stuff like yeah, that? So stuff got really? pretty, pretty detailed too. Here's some of them. Come out this way. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find something. What kind of present? What kind of present? Your naked body. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's find. She said, I'm "Miss you." I'm shopping for a present for you. What kind of present? A naked body. Uh, what did he say? <laughs> kind of present a naked body your naked body and then she says miss you and he says now that's hot so who is your new boy toy 
Oh. Like she just said, miss you, and he's talking about cuckery? That's, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's sounds what it like sounds he might like. Be, I think he might be in some cuckery. I need you. I, oh, I will wear you out soon. Oh my God. How soon? I got a new piercing. Really? Where? God, he's so boring. He's like a, he, he's, he sounds like such a jackass, doesn't 12. he? 12. Yeah, a 12 year old who's getting sex somehow. Uh huh. Oh my God, how ridiculous. Uh, well, all of this, you know, God, it's really funny looking back at 2009. I started doing that today because I thought, you know what? We should really re explore 2009. He is banging so many chicks. And if you remember, it kind of got blamed on Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. Well, I was hanging out with Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, and they introduced me to all this crazy shit. I mean, that was sort of the way it was explained. But he went crazy, and he's got all these chicks in his phone, and Elon sees this number. She's apparently in his phone because he's passed out on Viking, and he's so wasted. And she gets in the phone, and she calls Rachel Yucatel's number. And I think Rachel's like, Hi, Tiger, or something like that. And so I think what happened was Elon hung up and then went, Tiger, would you wake up, you asshole? And and, and Tiger's like, oh, she's just a friend. I, what are you talking about? I, I, no, you're, you got it all wrong. So the next day, she sees a text from Tiger. Tiger's passed out again. again. Just wasted on oxys. <laughs> Jesus. And so she gets his phone. She gets in there, and Tiger has texted Rachel that... You're the only one I ever really loved. Oh, Tiger, yeah, click and delete that. that. Then you got why the. Would, why would he send her that? And by the way, the, the only one he really loved, and he's got her signing an NDA like two days later. <laughs> termination NDA. He loved Jamie <laughs> Grubbs. Really love, but if you sign this NDA, we'll just. Uh, he loved Jamie Grubbs, too. Yeah, Remember he supposedly message? loved all of them. Hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. <laughs> I need you to do me a huge favor. Um, can you please uh, take your name off your phone? My wife went through my phone and uh, may be calling you. So if you can, please take your name off that. And um, what do you call it? Just have it as a number on the voicemail. Just have oh, yeah. it as your telephone number. That's it. Okay, you got to do this for me. Dude, quickly. All right, bye. <laughs> And then he made 29 more calls, like the same thing. <laughs> Popped a couple Vicodin. Huge, quickly. So Elon, Elon then, after she reads the text, she calls Yucatel again. Yucatel, and she's, hi, Tiger. Oh, and she's like, I knew it was you. I knew you were fucking my husband. <laughs> Hangs up, grabs a golf club, and she starts screaming at Tiger. Tiger gets up and just starts taking off, and that's when she's swinging the golf club everywhere. Right. Tiger gets in the Escalade takes off, wasted out of his mind. And how far does he get? To the next door neighbor's house. Hits a tree and a fire hydrant. And then, do you remember Tiger claiming that, Alan saved my life. Yeah, oh yeah. That because she, she had hit the windows as he's driving away, broken the windows, and he claimed that, Alan pulled me out of the car. <laughs> she had to break the back window. The back window. I know. How dumb did he think we were? And what a fucking weasel... And then, if you remember, too, he then hid. He disappeared. Yep. It was like, uh, he was like Saddam Hussein when he was hiding <laughs> in the ground or whatever. And Uday and Kusei, too. <laughs> yes. Uday and Kusei. <laughs> oh, my God. Most exciting brothers until the Asandario brothers. <laughs> what about the, uh, oh, at the, the Mark Jackson b basketball card? The, uh, 
Oh, the with brothers. the uh, the Mendez brothers. Mendez, Mendez. brothers. Mendez. Oh, that's a weird way to reference that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, c- I could see the basketball car. I could visualize it. Just couldn't think of their name. <laughs> yeah, I can see that basketball car too. By the way, thanks to the person that sent me the basketball car. That was pretty cool. <laughs> you know who you are. So, oh my God. Then he, I, I do remember in his apology and before his apology, the media with no tiger. Because Tiger is literally disappeared. Poof, he's gone. So the media is like staked out of their house. Right. Elon is driving the kids to school. Elon go gets gassed. The media follows her everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And so Tiger actually got angry at the media. I am so chivalrous. I want you to leave Elon <sighs> and my kids alone. It's not fair to do this to my kids. It's like, yeah, because you won't face the music, asshole. <laughs> not fair to so cheat that's what on happens, your wife. You Rick with thirty plus women. <laughs> Was it thirty? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, the tote that, board. that we know of. That's yeah. what the tote board reached. But we didn't know all of them. Wow. There's more. It's just the tote. The tote board's the official number. I think it's quoted. A lot of people quote our tote board. A lot of news operations. <laughs> But uh, let's go to the apology because this was the, the the culmination, and I still can't believe this happened. It's so surreal. Tiger Woods on national TV. How many? It was on multiple networks. Yeah, multiple networks. Tiger Woods is going to apologize for banging about thirty <laughs> sluts. Thirty is the number on the John Mike tote board, but uh, many believe it is higher. <laughs> they reference the tote board. As Tiger is approaching the microphone, his mother Coltita is in the front. She looks very angry. A number of Tiger's friends have flown in from various parts of the country so that they can also uh, be apologized to as uh, they are demanding an apology from Tiger. You mean to tell me his friends, did his friends really want to apologize? No. Tiger used his friends. They were just... Human shields. Exactly. (laughs) No, it was like... I have to apologize to my friends. No, did they have nobody... to sign NDAs. Do you think his friends did too? <laughs> Eventually, Ugh. why would you apologize to your friends? That's so fucking ridiculous. And who wasn't there? Elon. <laughs> right. That was for the sponsors. It was for nothing but the sponsors. But let's let's take a look at that. This is so weird. I mean, to even think that this happened is blowing my mind. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> and thank you for joining me. Many of you in this room are my friends. <laughs> Sounds like Many it. in this room know me. <laughs> At least Many sound of stiff. you have cheered for me. <laughs> cheered for me. Or you worked with me. Or you supported me. Is he on Vicodin now, here, too? What's every that? one of you in here? has good reason No, he's supposedly cleaned up. Of me. Yeah, you can do that really quickly. I oh, want to yeah. say Jeezy. to each of you, simply and directly... I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible. No, why are you apologizing to me? I'm your friend. I engaged in. <laughs> that breath was so fake. Why don't you apologize to Rachel? You I know people tell. want to find out. Oh, he's probably going to mention the so girls by name, don't you think? And so <laughs> foolish. Like Bill Clinton. People want to know. Sorry about that. How tampon. I have done these things to my wife, Elon, and to my children. Yeah, so why are you on TV telling everyone else? Why don't you talk and to while her? while I have always tried to be a private person, there are some things I want to say. I want to keep everything under the rug. Elon and I have started the process of, of discussing the damage caused by my behavior. As Elon pointed out to me, my real apology to her will not come in the form of words. It will come from my behavior. 
over time. No, it'd be money. Yeah. We have a lot to discuss. And however, <laughs> what we say to each other. Oh, so just will like he and Eric have a lot to discuss, except that, oh, yeah, he centered the airport and. Cha- and I am also the aware of the pain my behavior has caused to those of you in this room. You're not very self aware because the people in that room I are not feeling that pain. <laughs> I have let the, down my It's fans. the chicks that feel it, Tiger. For many of you. Do you really have friends there? Especially yes. my friends. <laughs> yeah, golf buddies from college and stuff. My behavior has been a personal disappointment. I think they're paid an appearance fee because he doesn't really have friends. <laughs> I don't think it really hurt them. I think they're probably high five. I think they're okay. I have let you down personally. They probably loved reading about and it. And professionally. <laughs> hey, you don't personally my behavior has caused considerable worry to my business partners. Nike. Oh, just <laughs> everyone involved business partners? in my foundation. Who fucking cares? Including my staff. I remember watching this. Water directors, sponsors. What? Wasn't, that, wasn't that bizarre? And most importantly, the young students we reach. Oh. Our work is more important than ever. This is, this is like early ago, virtue signaling, isn't my it? My dad and mm-hmm. I envision helping young people. Congratulations, Tiger, on the early virtue signaling. Education. He started. This it. work remains unchanged and will continue to grow. Is it? Is it still? From the Learning Center students in Southern um, California to the Earlwood Scholars who in Washington D.C. Who would ever check on millions it? of kids? Have changed their lives. And I am dedicated to this making has nothing sure to do with your dick. that continues. But still, I know I have barely <laughs> disappointed all of you. This is so weird. I have made He's you question who I am. He's reading. He's totally reading. And how I could have done the things I did. <laughs> I think I was zoned out. I'm embarrassed. I, have put I think you he might be doing some oxy position. for this. <laughs> For all that I have done, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my God! He looked in the right in the camera and said, "Okay, you want to look right in the camera?" When you said, "I have a lot to I am atone." So that, sorry. He looked like his mouth was kind of dry. But there's one I issue right. I really want to discuss. Didn't that sound fake? Yeah. Some people totally. have speculated that Elon somehow hurt. Some people or are saying he just said on Thanksgiving night. Yeah, she tried to. It angers me that people would fabricate a story like that. Like the one you're fabricating now. Elon never hit me that <laughs> exactly. night or any other night. There has never been an episode of domestic violence in our marriage. She swung, though, Ever. right? She broke the window Elon in the has car. Shown she dented it. Enormous grace. That was to save him, Drew. And oh, I'm sorry. Throughout this ordeal. <laughs> Script. Elon deserves his praise. Head. Headshake. Not blame. The teleprompter said. <laughs> the issue involved here was my repeated irresponsible behavior. Yeah, I was drove unfaithful. Her fucking nuts. I had affairs. I cheated. So why couldn't you drive more what than I one house away? Acceptable. Because <laughs> well, I am hit the fire hydrant. person to blame. How fucked up were you? Why don't you get into that? I stopped living by the core values. Yeah, wouldn't have been nice if people could have asked questions. <laughs> Just I knew my yelling at him wrong, during it, but I convinced myself that normal rules wouldn't that be nice to be able didn't to apply. Wow, he, I never thought when, about okay, who I, I was hurt. Pause for one second. Instead, I have a great trivia question. When was Tiger more out of it? When he drove one house and hit the fire hydrant, <laughs> or when he drove across four lanes of traffic, passed out of his mind at seven fifteen in the morning? When was he more out of it? It's got to be close. Yeah, but I. I gotta be gotta so be cool the- if we had blood alcohol levels for both of those events. <laughs> right. oh, they, they didn't just... take it either time, did no, they? No, neither time. Oh, of course huh. not. No, it's Tiger Woods. Why not? 
But seven fifteen in the morning, that's where I go. That might oh, have was been, he uh, gone that morning? Yeah. And, but we're more mad about the tampon than that. When it, when he drives across four lanes of traffic, we root for him. <laughs> but when he gives somebody a tampon, oh, Tiger Woods, you horrible person! He hurt his leg when he drove across traffic. Though. That's right. He almost lost his leg. Fake. <laughs> and then when he's golfing afterwards and he's struggling, he's all of a sudden he he cuts out early and he's limping more. He's totally playing it. Remember when he came back after this speech at Augusta for the Masters? And he got a standing ovation. Oh, my God, you nailed so many chicks, and you <laughs> that, feel that, so bad about that's it. That's what the ovation is The for. ovation is essentially for him nailing the chicks, because why would he get more, more applause than he would normally get? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. God. I guess it was for the virtue signaling. That's what yeah. it was for, for the fake, for the fakeness. Okay, all let's his, watch a little All his more. friends and fans. I thought only about myself. myself. <laughs> I ran straight through the boundaries oh, that a married couple oh! should live by. I thought I could get away with whatever I wanted to. I felt that I had worked hard Coltita. my entire life yeah, like locking and deserved to enjoy with that, all the temptations around that. me. I think he kind I of feels like he should get away with it. Thanks to money and fame, I didn't have far. Ass. I didn't have to go far to find them. Oh, I so was it was wrong. easy. Is that what you're I saying? I was foolish. I don't get to play by different rules. The yeah, same boundaries that apply. Yeah. You're doing it today. To everyone. When you blocked it, to your phone from Erica. <laughs> I brought this shame on myself. I hurt my wife, my kids, my fans, my mother, Coltita, look my at wife's her. Oh, family. Fucking pissed. Oh my. My Coltita. friends. My that foundation. Is the most evil eye I've ever seen. Kids yeah. all around the world who admired me. She just beats the shit out of him after this. I've had a lot of time to think about what I've done. He my should failures block Coltita. Wouldn't life be easier if you just blocked her? Look at myself. He should just send her to the airport. Send her to never wanted God to knows home. where. <laughs> it's now send up who? to me to Coltita. make amends. And that starts by never repeating the mistakes I've made. Oh. It's up to me to start living a life Ooh, this didn't age very well. <laughs> I once heard, and I believe it's true. I have a feeling we're going to hear about some it's new not what ass, you achieve by the way. I think matters. Erica is going to teach yep. us about it's some... what you overcome. Just have a feeling. Or they're just going to come out anyway. Achievements yeah. on the golf course... Let's have NDAs. ...only part of setting an example. Character and decency... Oh, my God, forever. ...are what really count. What? This is so fucking used fake. Parents to to me <laughs> as Glad a to hear he got back on track kids. then. Yeah. God, I'd love I to hear. I'd love to hear a, read a review apology. of somebody who like Tiger Woods apologizing. It was so wonderful. <laughs> great job. He hit all the bases. <laughs> all right. Um, if we have time, we'll come back to that. But uh, we got to get a couple things in here, and there's so many other things to talk about today. My God, I'm actually kind of overwhelmed because there's so many crazy things going on today. I'm psyched, and we got Maz. We have no boner line, though. Oh. We barely got stuff to WLLZ for the weekend, by the way. Yes, WLLZ, 7 to 9, <laughs> Saturday morning and Sunday morning. We can call Maz whenever, right? He's not, he doesn't have anything going on. Oh, no, he's easy to get a hold of. He's wide open. Uh, you just have to make sure it's between 5.30 and 6. Okay, okay perfect. One minute after 6, then it's over. <laughs> but first, let's hear from... Uh... Oh, we have to call him after the break, actually. <laughs> Zot I-96 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in New Hudson. They got a couple of things that they want to point out that they continue to make buying 
and leasing, simple, fun, fast, and easy. Uh, number two is that Zot's New Hudson dealership has one of the highest Google ratings in Detroit, 4.8 stars to be exact. And the personal thing, the personal favorite of ours is that Zot has one of the largest inventories in the D with more Jeeps and Rams to choose from than almost anybody in the city. So if you want the good stuff right now, the studio sponsors at Zot are leasing a new 22 Jeep Compass as low as $298 a month. You can also lease a 22 Jeep Grand Cher- Cherokee as low as $397 a month. And if you're on the hunt for a new or pre-loved Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, uh, check our friends and studio sponsors at Zot's new I-96 dealership in New Hudson. Be sure to tell them we sent you from the Drew and Mike Show. And, of course, you can always surf their sensational deals and stupendous inventory at dealsinthedeed.com. And then there's Legacy Partners. Another huge day for them. As I was talking about Karen uh, yesterday, who helped me out, and uh, she messaged that she's she not was, a Karen. She she's listened. just Karen. No, she's the best of all Karens. And um, she was <laughs> listening to the show, thought it was hysterical, and also liked the part where I told everybody how great they are at Legacy Partners at helping out. Is that what she liked best about the show? I think it was everything, you know. I think she's a big fan. Because it wasn't uh, just the Legacy read. And also helped me out. Big time. Home and auto. And also Since she likes the show so much, can you tell her about her YouTube page? Ask her to subscribe and watch Amy Roback video a few times. (laughs) Tell Um, other people to subscribe too. Yeah. Yeah. Sit along. And if you're all... Share it. All Legacy Partners (laughs) clients need to watch that. (laughs) And uh, also they help out with Medicare so that you don't get scammed by shysters because they don't want their people being scammed. So um, they're independent. They shop all the carriers, and they get you the best deals. So call them at 586-209-4106. That's 586-209-4106. And get in the drawing for the $50 gift card with Maz. Maz would be so deep in his phone right now if he was in this room. He would be such a distraction. (laughs) That's one of the problems with Maz coming in is when – you start talking about something like true crime, he's so bored and he's so not bored by his phone that you start to feel when you look at him that you are just the most boring fucking human in the world. He's a multitasker. Um, Ghostbusters, our friends there are the, oh boy, they are the guys who own and operate the caregiver center, and they work the garden and manage the operation. They ensure the quality. They get these six cannabis cup awards. They're awesome. They meticulously hand trim. And uh, if you know anything about Bud, you know it needs to be trimmed up. And they do that. They are passionate about their product. They're not grown by corporate SOPs. And their premium packaging ensures the product stays fresh and also uh, keeps it private. So people don't know you're having it. Not that it's a big thing, but you can get Ghost Budsters at all locations of Vibe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Greenway in Gladwin, Essence in Pinconning, Archive in Adrian, Dispo in uh, Romeo, Joyology in Westland, Green Genie in Detroit, Puff and Utica, Mindright in New Baltimore, and uh, the Remedy Room in Bay City. All right, and uh, Maz is brought to you by Legacy Partners. Tom Maz way over at Woodway, Woodward Sports. And, of course, also a former partner in uh, Plato's Retreat. <laughs> getting a lot of attention lately. I think he was a partner. Hey, Maz. Hey, Drew. Hey, I got a couple things to say off the top here. Oh, wow. First thing, first thing uh, Trudy reading the spots, A+. Plus. Oh, thanks, oh, okay, Maz. great. <laughs> and B, I'm a little put off by you saying I completely zone out on true crime stories. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, true crime might not have been the best example, but I remember distinctly you you zoning out completely on true crime. At 105.1, you would leave the room eventually. <laughs> and then I would think, wow, I'm really I'm really missing with this story. Jeez, I can't even win the room. Hey, hey, uh, this, uh, well, you might have a point there. You might have a point there. Well, but, hey, uh, Jim Bentley in the house today, he called me to... Just to make sure he knew how to get me on the phone. <laughs> I appreciate that. And it worked, Good right? By Bentley. Wow. Does but does Brandon do that? Does Brandon call ahead to make sure no. everything's okay? Oh. Really? Oh, no, Brandon does not do that. What? Is Brandon still down from shoveling snow? You know what, Maz? He is really down from shoveling snow. I mean, sh- shoveling. Look what shoveling has done to this show. Holy shit. Oh, Good oh, point. God. Part. I mean, between you and, and Brandon, I mean, I, I think the shoveling had something to do with it. I don't know. I'm just, I just want him to get better fast. But, um, he, hey, he's we're going to get hit great. again here, too, with another winter storm. So, uh, I hate Michigan. I hate well, it. Aw. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, Maz, what happened to Michigan today? Michigan is eliminated from the Big Ten oh tournament. They really laid an egg against Rutgers. They did. This is a team they beat a week ago in Rutgers. Unbelievable the way they laid down the second half. What they get outscored right off the get go, ten twelve to one right off right at the second half started. It was they just don't they don't look interested. They just do not look interested. And the Big Ten drew so far every lower seed has won a game. Um, is that right? I didn't know that. Yes. Yep. What every is, what lower is, seed has won a game. What is state seeded to, uh, for their game tomorrow? Aren't they fourth? They're favored over Ohio State. Oh, they, they swept Ohio State this year. They should kill Ohio State. Yeah, I, I hope they have a good tournament. I'd love to see Izzo go deep into the NCAAs again. Is, now, is Michigan not going to make the tournament, are they? No. NIT at best. NIT well, at they'll best. win that, though. But Probably you, not, I actually. I don't think <laughs> they give a damn. I don't, if, they can, if they can get interested, they might. I mean, I like seeing a team How go far in the NIT. Group? What? This is the first year the NIT will not have the finals at Madison Square Garden. What? Yeah, oh, it's no. over. Wait, where's where's it's the fi- where are the finals of the NIT? It's going to be in uh, I forgot the name of the city, but it's in Las Vegas, but not in the main city. Uh, not in the main hub. Of Henderson Vegas, like in the hills. If what? The hills. What has come of the Orleans NIT? Arena. That's the most famous moment in Virginia Tech. Sports history. They won the NIT in 72 against John Shoemate (laughs) and Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame. The hokey team that was too white, too short, and too slow somehow got it done. (laughs) They beat Digger Phelps and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. That was a big deal. Anything that old is fascinating, isn't it, Maz? (laughs) Now you got his attention. I used to to love the NIT. You remember? I used to love the consolation game. I told you that before. <laughs> Do you still love the NIT? Are you still watching it, Tom? Yes, I watched it last year. It was a great game. Xavier beat uh, Jerry Stackhouse's team. I forgot who Stack coaches, but it was like a one-point game. It was a great game. Maz, I feel like game ever at the Garden. I feel like you're talking about the WNBA right now. <laughs> oh, no. so, so I t- listen I to this. Hey, Michigan had a couple of good runs at the NIT back in the day. Back yeah, they did. The, uh, Early 2000s. Bernard Robinson Jr., uh, that, that the team that he was on, they won the NIT. Yeah, they won it. They won it a couple times, I think. Lou Bullock. Lou Bullock. Lou Bullock. And, uh, tractor Trailer. Maceo Baston. Those guys. Maceo. They won it, too. Maceo Baston. 
Wow, nice reach there, Maz. Um, I got a tell great you, name. It was always my favorite name. Um, I have to tell you something crazy that happened last night. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm obsessed with our YouTube channel, and so I'm looking at YouTube. I'm like, how many uh, views oh, yeah. are we get in the last five minutes? We got you into you. We got you into YouTube. Yeah, so you, uh, you subscribed, right? Right, Maz. Of course. Okay, of course. good. Can you tell your Woodward Sports audience to subscribe, please, on a really <laughs> slow day? I will do that. I will do that. Thank you, Maz. I know I can count on you. Anyway, um, and I realized, oh, my God, the Hokies are playing in the ACC tournament right now. They won the tournament last year. They won their opening games Notre Dame. It's like it's like 72 all over again. And so I, I leap for the remote, and I'm thinking there's probably about 15 minutes left in the game, and the, it comes on, and I just see dribbling. I'm not even sure which team is which. And I see there's 15-50 left, and I look at the score. 66-40 NC State's ahead. Oh. Fuck! Oh. I can't even enjoy an exciting game. It's already over. Sorry, bro. I know. It was a big bummer. They're not, they're not, it's a good one game run. They're not going to make... Maz, they can't make the tournament at 19 and 14, I think. They might. Really? They might. Are they bubbly? <laughs> they are bubble, bubbly. Bubble team? <laughs> I love bubbles. Remember my guys? Remember my guys last wow. year? St. Peter's, the Peacocks. Oh, yeah. The Jersey the, City, New Jersey. That's right. That reminds me of the um, the video room. Or what was it? What would you spend all your time and all your loan money? Oh, the, the game room. The game room. The game room. <laughs> the game room. <laughs> Wait, what's the Peacocks? What's the school again? St. Peter's. St. Peter's, that's right. How far did they get? They get the final eight or the final four last year? Final eight. They lost to North Carolina. The lead eight. Wow, that was exciting, I yep. got to say. But the stories from you were even that better. Um, and the fact, I know. Well, you know, the most amazing thing to me was that you had the loans, so you had cash in your pocket, <laughs> which, of course, someone was going to go to the track or some betting. Anybody knows that. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you weren't going to class, when you decided that, you know, this isn't happening, I'm not going to go to class, yeah. why, like, struggle to get C's and D's? Why not just skip it, flunk out, and go to the game room every day. So you actually went to school to go to the game room, but not to class. That's there's some kind of dedication there, isn't there? Most people just stay and home. True. I went to the I went to the gymnasium too, and I shot basketball. Oh wow! Nice basketball by yourself. Yeah. Well, I would get in. We'd, we'd get a game going with the game. You know, oh, really yeah, just making sure. Was there was there a bowling alley there, like in the student center too? Did no, you get bowling in? No, now? that would have been great. Did you have racquetball? That would have been outstanding. No bowling. That's bullshit. Uh, I'm not sure, Jim. I we had racquetball at, at Oakland. Played a lot of racquetball. You know, you could take bowling as a uh, minor at Virginia Tech. Really? A minor? Yeah. Not just a class. Well, a minor. I think it was one credit or something. Oh, okay, okay. I, I mean, I think some take football. It at bowling Green, too. Bowling actually is in the name. So. And you know how I found that out? <laughs> I was in the student center one day, and I just brushed by the bowling alley, and I see all these big guys bowling. I'm like, "What? What's going on? Is, do you have to be <laughs> big? Players. You have to be over 250 to bowl now?" Or and, and it was yeah, a bunch of athletes were bowling. <laughs> they were taking a class. <laughs> yeah, boy. So, do you remember the moment when you decided that you know this isn't working out? I have this loan money by rights. I should just get the credits and follow up, and then I'll just go back later maybe. But no, you decided that, no, there's no reason to go to any more classes. I'll spend the money. I might as well have fun with the money. I'll pay it back eventually. Um, do you remember the moment? Was there a turning point, like a class you were in where you were just spacing out, and you're like, yeah. I, I can't do this? I do. I do. Excellent. It was uh, in theology, and 
uh, Theology. French. It was a French class. And I did not even, I did not even go. I went to one French class <laughs> and that was it. That, that was it. You know what? Those I, were the two. Theology. I actually did, I actually did pretty good in theology at the beginning. Then I just kind of, kind of lost interest after that. Wow. And then when you made that decision, though, did you like decide there was the next day? Was it kind of freeing? Cause, and you thought, I'm just going to go play some games. What the fuck? Or did you stay well, home for a while so and then decide, the, well, I probably should go in so at least people think I'm going to school? Oh, I definitely left every morning because, you know, mom and dad uh, were there. And so I left and went to school. You're living And uh, I, if I could if I could not find a parking spot, I would usually go to the Meadowlands and watch the qualifying races. That's the race track. <laughs> Uh, about 20 minutes away. <laughs> I would watch the horses practice through practice. So when did your parents find right. out? He watched did, did horse racing par- practice. Are your parents aware? Uh, they that- got a letter. Oh. They got a letter and from St. Peter's. It had my name on it. But uh, <laughs> they somehow, it. It got, somehow it got opened. That's bullshit. It got opened before did, I got home. Maz, did you lose the, 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 the loss of privacy? You go, hey! Hey, who's going to my mail? I mean, I know it's terrible, but why are you in my mail? Okay. Did you I, uh, oh, yeah. make it their I, fault? I pitched a fit, but... Uh, the best defense is a good offense, that, always. Uh, there was a warning from the dean that I was on the edge of getting kicked out. <laughs> which, uh, I think I had like a, I think I had like a, a 1.07 oh. point average or something like that. So and, did you have uh, to... Did you have mom, to was, mom was upset. Did you have to pay for the class, Tom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what the oh, yeah. loans were for. My parents well, didn't have the money. To, my parents well, didn't, didn't have the money to put me through. I took my own loans out. Oh, I dropped a macroeconomics class. Like you had like a week to drop it where you don't pay for it. So that's what I did. I was in there a week and oh. was like, eh, fuck this. Well, that's what the that's the window that Maz unfortunately missed. <laughs> <laughs> I was responsible. So I, I did drop several classes, but uh, to no avail. It just uh, it caught up with me eventually, and I was uh, asked to leave. When when <laughs> when your parents leave. got the warning letter, did you? I, I'm sure you yeah. considered this, but the question is, did you do this? Did you assure them that? Oh, you know, that's from a couple weeks ago. I, I'm getting caught up in those classes. Everything's gonna be fine. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course. It's the same thing, Maddie. It's the same thing, Maddie tells us when she gets missing assignment notices uh, from her little high school. Oh, and we're oh, like, Maddie, no. how are you missing? How are you missing assignments? And she's like, oh. I handed it in. It's just not updated yet, Dad. Oh, oh, yeah. Not updated. You see right through that, don't you? That's. I think that's oh, in the right DNA, through. though. I don't even think you can get mad about that. No, no, DNA. I can't. I mean, <laughs> I get in trouble with Kathy because I can't. Sometimes I can't hold a straight face with her. I just she makes me laugh. <laughs> she laughs. Well, um, <laughs> but the kids are doing well in school generally, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're doing good. The two of them are on spring break this week. They're in Florida. Lily oh. and Abby. Wait, are they and, with Kathy? Kathy's home doing her school. Kathy's what? home. Kathy's home. Wait, who's who's uh, chaperoning them at spring break? MSU and Grand Valley are off this, this past week. Oh, so there's some deans from the uh, various departments that are chaperoning your daughters? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> staying at my sister's. They're staying at my sister's house in oh. Miami, in Florida. And in Lauderdale. I'm going to guess that your sister, is she there? Uh, no, she's in Aruba. Oh. <laughs> they got a house. Oh, that is a really wow. nice house. So I, I'm sure Listen, they're not going to have any guests over. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. Sure. There were a lot of rules for these kids to get that house 
they had to, they had, they got the warning from my sister and my brother-in-law what to do, what they can't do. And my kids, my kids listen. Are they allowed to have like, what is it? 10 guests or less or something like that? I know all the rules. Maximum. No guests. No guests. No guests. I'm sure they're following those rules. Zero. Ooh. Oh, does, does your sister have a ring camera in there somewhere to check in? It's <laughs> a great idea. I'm, sh- I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. She should tell them she has a camera, even if she doesn't. Yes. Right. That's a pretty good call. In fact, you might want to call them and go, hey, by the way, I know you guys are following the rules. I should have told you that she has a ring camera yeah, just in case you had yeah. any crazy oh, ideas. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I go, bullshit, Dad. We had 10 people over last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta trust them guys I gotta trust them hmm. Alright Maz No I know They're good girls They really are You're very lucky um, And I guess you Thank deserve you. Some credit Thank too you. And Kathy But so, uh, A little bit a I little know bit. You, I know it's close to Bowling time So um, We'll let you go yeah. Hey I got one One thing for you I don't know yes. if you guys Saw this But Matthew Stafford Is on the trading block From the LA Rams Oh wow Really where do you yes. think he's going? I don't know. And the, li- know. The, the Lions have the top odds of getting the quarterback from Baltimore? Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. If he does not sign, I doubt they would do that. I thought the Jets should do that instead of going after Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, they, they're the second best odds. All right, Maz, we can go on all day. Good luck with bowling. Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Maz. Bye, Maz. See you. Good luck, <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought um, Maddie Stafford was all good with Hollywood. I mean, it's going to have to. He's injured, apparently. There, some people ah. are saying. Some people are saying that his arm is badly injured and he's having trouble throwing the football. Oh. But I don't know. I guess I should listen to Kelly's podcast and find out. <laughs> um, yeah, you haven't checked back. She's still in a podcasting. No, she is. But Rachel Yucatel has a podcast coming starting March the 14th. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Tiger's um, 2009 slut who got $5 million in her agreement, her NDA, which she complains about. And by the way, she broke the NDA multiple times, was paid for giving interviews, and then was taken to court by Tiger. Tiger is ruthless. <laughs> she Tiger actually got... Three million of the five million, he was paying her like a salary, like I said earlier. Yeah. He didn't pay her five million up front. He paid her like a million a year and then less, I think, as it goes along. Mm. So they stopped paying her. Ooh. She gave interviews she was paid for Ouch. and she went on celebrity rehab and was paid for that. And so he was he was absolutely kept her in court. But in my opinion, when you take five million dollars, why would you do that? Yeah, shut the fuck up. She seems like He's a little bit of a whore to me. I mean, when it comes to money, <laughs> at least. Oh. By the way, Kelly is still podcast. I thought she just would have done it during the season, right? Wow. Can you it's see if she has a YouTube after? page and if she got as many views oh, shit. as... Uh... Don't do that to yourself, Drew. <laughs> but now I got to check, too. Please do. Rachel Yucatel's NDA ruined her life. She now is piling on... <laughs> the Erica Herman Tiger Woods story by going, oh, oh, you want to see, you want to hear from me? Here I am. Put the spotlight on me. So oh. she gave an interview yesterday. Said the NDA. Does she have a YouTube page? She does. She has four videos. 
Four um, videos. Sounds like 3,000 subscribers. What? Oh. No, we got her beat. I know, but we're only 700 ahead of her. Well, she's in her... F- oh, yeah, you're right. But right now, but these videos are from a year ago. She's got 60,000 views on one of them. Oh, f- what? Yeah, boy. Uh, for what? What was she, it about? Do we need to hire Kelly Stafford? Was it about <laughs> anything interesting? <laughs> it was after <laughs> Matthew's first game as a Ram. Trudy's job all of a sudden is very much very much in no, question. No, she's not keeping the content current. That's, so we, we don't want to hire 60, her. 60,000 views? Fuck. I want to see, that's, it's so easy for some people. That's not fair. They'll Life isn't there. fair. They'll get there, Drew. Rachel, you could tell says that um, NDA ruined my life. I couldn't defend myself. Right. That's the purpose of an NDA. No one yeah, explained right. that. That's why you got $5 million, you idiot. <laughs> By the way, how would she, she defend herself? I was fucking him because the friction felt really good when his penis was rubbing against me. <laughs> God, I just wanted to say that and defend myself. She was having an affair with Tiger Woods. How is she going to defend herself? She said she couldn't get a job. You got $5 million, idiot. And by the way... Why couldn't she get a job, though? She, she could have gotten a job. She, she was so hot. She, she claimed bankruptcy after that, didn't she? Yes, she did, because guess what? She blew the money out her ass! <laughs> she started a children's clothing boutique, multiple locations, and guess what? what? She's an idiot, and she <laughs> blew it out her ass! Her business sucked! She sucked at business. If she only was as good at business, she was a second guy. I mean... <laughs> I would have been really good. Declared <laughs> bankruptcy. So that's why she spoke. She's still under an NDA as far as Tiger Woods. I mean, she can talk about anything she wants. She can't talk about Tiger Woods. She went on the documentary, and so Tiger sued her again. Wow. And, and Tiger found out that, oh, she's bankrupt, so there's nothing we can do. Oh, that's why. So is that why she's just talking now? I'm not yeah, like she's now she can a- say anything. That's why she has a podcast now, which is another effort, because she goes through money so fast. She tried to get 9-11 money. She said, uh, she said, my fiance was killed in 9-11. And, and she was, I mean, this guy was her boyfriend, but her parents said, well, she's not his fiance. And anyway, should a, um, a 20, I think she was 23, should a 23-year-old girlfriend be paid millions of dollars because uh, her boyfriend was killed in 9-11? Really? She's got a lot of life oh. ahead of her to find another boyfriend. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, she can find another boyfriend. Actually, she did. She got married. Um, and this here's the saddest part of today's story, I'll Rachel, you could tell, which, by the way, I did not feel one iota of sympathy. <laughs> she says, <laughs> am I piling on too much? No, 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 not I'm, not, I'm not. <laughs> Why do you question yourself now? I don't know. I don't know. I really I just have terrible self-confidence. My self-worth has been destroyed this week by Brandon's absence. because of absence. YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube. She says that, okay, tell me if you believe this. My 10-year-old daughter gets taunted at school. That's Tiger's fault? Nobody believes that. Is that what she's saying? How how does her 10-year-old schoolmates know about Tiger Woods from 2009? Yeah, how do fellow 10-year-olds have any clue about any of that? And taunted about what? (laughs) The parents are like, Oh my God, that lady right there is picking up that kid. She was banging Tiger Woods. (laughs) (laughs) She tried to get money for 9-11. It was bullshit. If I had to speculate, if there's a reason... Her 10-year-old's getting taunted. It's because she was on the Tiger Woods documentary, remember, in 2021? Oh, right, yeah. Idiot. She says, uh, yeah, they say, your mom, she's Tiger Woods' girl. (laughs) Your mom is Tiger Woods' girl. (laughs) 
Um, I mean, I guess they don't taunt her because you came this when you became the spokesperson for a sugar daddy site. <laughs> that's a pretty good reason to taunt your 10 year old <laughs> idiot. And then it turned out she was banging some guy on the site. Oh, one of the clients. Yes. Oh, geez. So, oh, she likes to be involved in her work. Idiot. Sure does. <laughs> Dope. I was pressured to cover up his bad behavior and your bad behavior. <laughs> Yeah, she Jeez. knew he was married, too. Of course she did. So anyway, um, her podcast is called Miss, as in Miss, like Miss Rachel, you could tell, yeah. Miss Understood, which is brilliant. Ugh. What a clever name. And it's starting March 14th. So it's starting next week. I think they threw this together when, does that, am I being overly suspicious? Is What are the chances that her podcast would start a week and a day after Tiger Woods gets this NDA lawsuit. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. very suspicious. Yeah, yeah, she's taking advantage of the moment. So you moment. think she just put it together really yeah, quick? Yeah, I, no, I don't think it's been recorded yet. I bet you okay. they're starting to record it because they only mention two guests. A lot of times these podcasts, they'll go, she's going to have so-and-so, so-and-so. All they have is she's going to have Prez Hilton and Stormy Daniels. Yeah, strike while the iron's hot. Ooh, wow, wow, great guests. I mean, those people are so hard to get. They've never spoken before. How about having Jamie Grubbs and uh, a few <laughs> of those other girls? That's a great idea. <laughs> that would get some, that would get some uh, listens. That's 30 episodes, right? Yeah, that's 30 episodes. That's right. That's probably more than she um, she would do or would be able to do. Um, she's That's going to be a major pod fade. Uh, unless it's sponsored or somebody's paying for it. All right, target number two. I, there's so I'm seriously. I could just throw darts all day. There's just so much crap going on. I cannot believe this is happening. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett are hurt over the Chris Rock special. Yeah. Now, isn't it their job? Wife's name out your fucking mouth. Shouldn't they just shut the fuck up? Definitely should. Just yeah. This is your payback. Yeah. Like, well, exactly. Payback. Look what you did. You didn't, and you went out and fucking cried about it. Well, they really can't do anything but cast themselves as victims over and over and over. I know. They really are not likable at all. Will Smith, who I always liked, I really can't stand him now. No. I mean, it's stung, though, that the truth came out that she hurt him more than he hurt me. No, and I've seen a lot of people talking about this. A lot of, more, a lot more black people mm. who are probably more connected to some of the the type of shows. But they, they're, today there was a long list of people who've called Will Smith a bitch <laughs> over <laughs> over the fact that Jada had her son's friend as her boyfriend, who she was banging August Alsina, mm-hmm. and you know Charlemagne, and you know a lot of black podcasters. And it was a long list of people who've called him a bitch over it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, um, Will didn't watch it. He didn't watch it because I'm sure that night probably uh, just says anything on TV tonight, Will? <laughs> no, no, there's nothing on. You want to strap strap one on and cuck me or uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe fuck one of Jaden's friends? <laughs> nothing on. Absolutely nothing. I think something's on, Will. No. I wonder if that comes up. <laughs> Do you want to hook up with one of Jaden's friends again? Oh. Bring somebody new to the house. Hey, what about him? Yeah, we can cuck it up. <laughs> cuck it Let's up. cuck it up. So, um, so he didn't watch it. I don't even know if I believe that. No. How, well, then but, how could he comment on it? Well, because people told him what Chris said. 
Who are these fucking tattletales, by the way? I, who, why do people do this? He didn't watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that shit. Oh, my phone's ringing. Hold on. Hello? Will, did you... What, Chris Rock just said the most terrible things, and he kept calling Jada a bitch. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, and uh, he says it's all Jada's fault. He's... <laughs> what? Who would... Who would just call him and go, oh, my God, I can't believe... I mean, who would call someone to talk about one of the lowest moments in their life and how they just got made fun of? <laughs> Why would people tell him that? I mean, those are shit starters, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're out there, though. Sell the commentary. They are out there. If that's even true, because do you think people would really call Will Smith and go, Will, I can't believe what Chris Rock said? <laughs> I guarantee he watched it. He had at least the end. He at least watched the end. Um, oh, yeah. So... Will is embarrassed and hurt. Uh, but he wasn't embarrassed. He wasn't too embarrassed about hitting Chris Rock. He wasn't embarrassed that he made, gave a speech after accepting an award where he apologized to everyone but Chris Rock. That didn't embarrass the shit out of him. No. He wasn't embarrassed that he went out dancing and celebrating. After? Uh, yeah, no. he did. He was, he was dancing to get jiggy with it. I mean, that was... Oh, look at Will Smith dancing to get jiggy with it. He just won the Oscar. Oh, he just did hit Chris Rock, too, and has an apology. <laughs> He didn't. He did not care. He didn't have a care in the world. How could he have not apologized to him when he went up ten minutes later? I like to protect people. That's why I did this thing about Venus Williams and Serena because I protect people and I protect them. Oh, you did it because you got paid a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, what a fucking. I mean, he virtue signaled hitting Chris Rock. He tried to do that. Maybe he thought he would pull that off because he is Will Smith. Yeah, he tried. It was a good yeah. effort, but it was just too soon. Too and soon to try to do that. Nobody thought that the next day. But God, I bet he was really shocked. And then going out partying and celebrating like he didn't have a care in the world, it meant nothing to him. He really, I don't think he thought, he's like, I'm Will Smith. I can do anything I want. Nobody's yeah, going to say yeah. anything. Bulletproof. Yeah. Get that wife's name out your fucking mouth <laughs> to billions of people. G.I. I mean, how weird is that? Can't wait to see it. Wasn't enough to hit him. He had to scream on national TV. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And you know, in other countries, they saw that. That was so weird to see it. Too, it was like, <laughs> oh my god, look at that lunatic! What a nut! <laughs> Why are they arresting him? That lunatic cuck. So, um, anyway, yeah, Will says uh, he apologized to Chris, and he'd like Chris to just let it go. He apologized to Chris's mother, too. He did. That was great. That was so I want to sweet. apologize to Chris's mother. <laughs> so fucking weird. Just let it go. Just let it go. And Jada, Jada is popping off, too. She says, Chris Rock is obsessed He's with her. Name. Oh, sorry. Fucking <laughs> He's been obsessed with her for decades. Jada says, she has nothing to do with this other than being heckled. Is she that, is she that vacant? Really? You don't think you had anything to do with it? Will was laughing at the joke until you gave him that death stare, you bitch. And then um, (laughs) she said, look where he chose to film his Netflix special in her hometown of Baltimore. She thinks that he filmed it in Baltimore because he's obsessed with her. Really? Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad she thinks that. I want her to be more pained about it. I know. I think the truth is, I think she's obsessed with herself. And oh, she that's was, obvious. She was shocked at how many times he called her bitch. Wait, I thought she didn't watch it. I thought she and Will didn't watch it. <laughs> maybe she shouldn't that's have been weird. a bitch. Well, maybe he shouldn't have said, 
keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. What, what word comes to your mind when you see that look she gave Will when he made the G.I. Jane 2 joke? Oh, it's a pretty easy one, isn't it? Yeah, that bitch. Yeah. Trudy said it. <laughs> bitch. And um, I bet Chris Rock didn't even know. she. Does she think everyone knows she's from Baltimore? I had no, no idea. No, nobody, nobody knows, knows where she's from. She's nobody. not that important. No. And I don't think Chris Rock knew she had alopecia either. No. I, because she doesn't. And she's the one, <laughs> she by the way, she, <laughs> if she just had watched Chris and paid close attention, she would realize that, oh, yeah, I kind of did bring some of this on us because I said he shouldn't host the Oscars because Will wasn't nominated for concussion. That was really stupid. That was really selfish of me. And that movie sucked anyway. So what was I thinking about? <laughs> then she didn't like his little joke, which why would he make a joke? I mean, it was made public that she didn't want him to host the Oscars. Um, so she sets out to make him look bad by saying that, and then she's mad when he's got a good comeback. But he's the comedian. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. You can't hit someone. You can't go up and hit someone in <laughs> and then start screaming, keep my word, dead. That's fucking lunacy. That's Manson stuff. <laughs> but that whole, com that whole comment um, about her not being invited... Like, you can't win if you're not invited. Oh, oh, like, that. The oh, Rihanna. That was a brilliant joke. Yeah, she lost that. She got that's, wailed on by that joke. Why shouldn't she let it alone? It's the origin of the whole thing. I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Christina Gennari thinks so, too. And uh, she is, by the way, and her team at KW Domain, a real estate specialist. She's been at it for 20 years she knows how to run everything in the market, and she and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to make a move. So when it's time to make a move, go with the obvious choice. Christina Gennari sold Christina.com. Check it out, like right now, because it's the beginning of home buying season in spring, and you can get in early. 248-550-4788 for uh, Christina Gennari. And then there's Public Adjusters of Michigan it's a really good time to oh, maybe put that phone number away for them because trees falling over in people's backyards and pipes bursting when it's cold and then it's warm and then it's cold and then it's warm. All of these things wear and tear on your home. And if you do have property insurance claims, use Pam. They'll come in and they will make that phone call for you so you don't say the wrong thing and screw it all up. Callpamfirst.com is how you get a hold of them or you can click the logo on our website. And Dr. Roche's spring specials. In the month of March, you can get some spring cleanup done on your body, like liposuction. Eliminate that belly and the chub around your legs or maybe on your backside. Get one area done. Have another complimentary when you schedule liposuction at Dr. Roche today. And also, spring special on emerald laser treatments. Six treatments, $250 off for a package and that, of course, is the systemic fat-busting laser. Not invasive, so you don't walk away feeling burned or weird or anything. It just melts away that fat. And, of course, it's Dr. Roche's office, so $500 off boobs, nice. uh, breasts, augmentation, or a breast lift. Get a consultation with Dr. Roche, 248-338-1110. And you can go to the website or their Instagram and look at the before and after pictures because they're pretty amazing. Does he have a YouTube uh, page, you think? 
I don't think, I don't know if he has YouTube, but Instagram, you can really see a lot of detail on Instagram. I got a lot of detail, so check it out. I mean, those it's... Before and after not, pictures. Yeah, and not for those reasons. Just right, for the no. amazing transformations that people... See what great work has done. Yeah, because, you know, it feels really good when, uh, you know, you had something like hanging around your and you couldn't get rid of it and, you know... Gives you a, a good start on the year. When you meet a guy and he says something like this, you're like, got nine out of ten things going for you. Beautiful, impeccable dresser, great personality, nice hair, fat, great smile, smell good. Yeah. Like, like six out of seven. You're almost there. His voice is always in my head when I put on, like, perfume in the morning and I'm like, smell good. <laughs> Look at that. Not the rest of it. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Impeccable impeccable dresser. <laughs> yes, totally. Now I want to hear it again. I just got away from it. Hmm. What did I miss? Nothing. We oh, just, a lot. Uh, we were just wrapping talking up. Talking about Dr. Roche. Oh, yeah. And all the great things. Yeah, it is. Actually, it is good Dr. Roche season, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, right now. Be- Man. Before, you know, gets warm. You know, I read about the other day, they had a story about what are the hottest cosmetic trends in Hollywood? You know, because they're always ahead of us. Uh-huh. And I thought it would be, I don't know what I thought it would be. I just thought it would be stuff. Cheeks. Well, I didn't really think of that, but I just, because I talk to Greg occasionally, uh-huh. you know, he's always, there's always new stuff on his mind or he's taking seminars or what have you. Right. But yeah, I was aware of the taking fat out of the cheeks. Bucal pads. <laughs> yeah, to take, um... To make your bone structure more apparent. I'm not even sure I like that surgery because I've seen the results. It's like, I thought this person looked fine before that. That's, although, isn't that usually what you think? Unless somebody, like a nose job or something really blatant. Or, you know, Botox and fillers, when people do that, or those lasers, you know, that take H spots off your face. Right. Those things make a big difference. But yeah, I'm taking fat out of your cheeks. And then there was some chin thing where they take, I think they take something out of your chin or they add something to your chin and then there were four things and I'm like wow Those I don't, the, these all seem I don't uh, people are does really does this surgeon work on uh, bones <laughs> this, the, they were the new hottest procedures though the cheeks they, they were the, the no they were the hot ones in Hollywood chin the things that you know the people who are on this stuff before any of us are right are doing I don't know I think Roche has it all and the fact that he doesn't overdo so that you look weird, that's a big thing. And Hollywood doesn't seem to there know lot, that. There are a lot of people <laughs> looking weird these days. Oh, one of them was foxy eyes. Foxy uh, eyes. Oh. What do they do to your eye to give you foxy eyes? They pull them back on the side? No. I'm trying to think or make them bigger. I don't know. Yeah, I think it does make them bigger, a little bit bigger. Foxy but eyes look like Honestly, it. I looked at a couple of them like, I can't, I'm not really noticing that much of a difference. But it was all... They were all well-known people, oh, I think, wow. for the Here most it is, part. Foxy Eyes Surgery. It's yeah. actually called Foxy Eyes? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see. What is it to look like a fox? Do fox do foxes have <laughs> that's, that's certain kinds of eyes? It's sort of that look. I don't like that look. I, that's, so it is kind that, of the that turns side. In, but that turns into yeah. cat women. That, yeah. That, like, yeah. People go, oh, my foxy eyes aren't foxy anymore. I need to do it again. And then next thing you know... I mean, can you believe how many cat women there really are? <laughs> there are Isn't that women. fucking weird when yeah. people get addicted to this stuff? Yeah, oh. you can see there was blood coming out of her eyes. Uh, you know, blood coming out of her wherever. 
to the extent, though, that you would go to Mexico to get one of those cheap procedures. Uh, oh, my God. That is, I mean. I heard oh, did you, you hear what happened? I heard you guys yeah. talk. Yeah. That no, they, I mean, did you hear the the, uh, the cartel? Reason? The cartel has spoken out. They. Oh, no. Yeah. They, they had a statement? The cartel <laughs> took the they five. They had a press conference like Tiger Woods. <laughs> Not quite. They, um. The cartel rounded up the five guys who kidnapped the four Americans and killed two, or the five Americans, I think, and killed two of them. And they tied them up with zip ties and they dumped them in the street with a note apologizing, saying, hey, this, uh, we never like to see innocent people get hurt, uh, except for that time that, um, what's his name, uh, pa- Pablo uh, Escobar, Escobar shot down that, tr- that plane with 300 people in it because he needed to kill one person and he <laughs> killed 300 by accident. I mean, every now and then shit happens, but... This was really outside of uh, the instructions to uh, work in the uh, the something spiders cartel. Uh, well, wow. that kind of makes them even, right? I mean, I, I get what they're. No, I, their I know the, the families feel a lot better. I yeah. know now they know the cartel is so sorry. Makes it all better. It's just cancel it out. Yeah, Gulf Cartel kidnappers right. uh, found tied up and dumped in the street. Uh, they were tied up and dumped by the narco bosses with an apology note. We are so sorry. They operated outside cartel rules, which are, <laughs> don't kill innocent people. Um, we always respect the life and integrity of the innocent. Oh, they do. They have so much respect for life. And in fact, I think they're pro-life in the uh, the Gulf Cartel Scorpions. I'm pretty very, sure they're pro-life. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Mexico, very Catholic. So they're very, very pro-life, I think. <laughs> yeah. So the Gulf Cartel Scorpions apologize to the families of those affected. And it'll never happen again. We will never kill any more members of your family. We're so sorry. Sucks. <laughs> Just feel really bad about it. Yeah, I mean, we really, honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. So, yeah, they feel better now. They dump the five guys who they'll probably spring from prison. They'll bribe the guards and then they'll just get them out. <laughs> you know they will. Right back out. They're not even in there 24 hours. I look up, you know what? These prisoners are so bad. We need to build a new prison to keep them in there. And then they'll have a tunnel underneath the prison. <laughs> the guys will tunnel out. Yeah. Who did that? Was that? Escobar. That was Escobar. Escobar, yeah. Escobar. Got a tunnel under everything. I have to admit, isn't Escobar fucking cool sometimes? cool. And there's a, now in Medellin, one of the big industries is taking people on Escobar tours. Because there's so many people who are into true crime and into the mafia and drug cartels. I mean, just interested. They go, oh my God, there's nothing. You know what? I'm not feeling well. Uh, My prognosis is terrible. I've talked to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I want to go on the Pablo Escobar tour. Make-A-Wish. They got kids Yeah, they got a big Make-A-Wish part of it. (laughs) I think I would go on that tour, though. That might be my Make-A-Wish, seriously, if I was a kid. Uh, Not meaning to make light of that. Uh, Today, (laughs) you know, this is just getting so dumb. There's a story about... Mitch McConnell hospitalized. Oh, he, he fell was at, down. He was at dinner and he took a spill. Oh boy! Had a concussion. He's, he's eighty, man. That's bad. He's eighty-one. Oh. Eighty-one. And this is a couple days after <laughs> the president took a couple spills going up to the airplane. Because mm-hmm. he's eighty. So <laughs> old, old. I mean, birds. old people trip and fall because they're really old. It happens. I mean, when they're really old, that's when they do that. So why do we have these really old people running for these important offices? Isn't this silly? I was watching that story and a thought bubble over my head saw who would want who would push him? Like I was like, somebody pushed McConnell? him down. Um, <laughs> no, apparently have, there were enough. Been? There were enough witnesses that they saw he he went down, and uh, I think they have determined no more walking for you, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> more but, walking. But seriously. I, 
I mean, face how plant? stupid is this? These people, they they can't relate to younger people. How can they? No, but they were they young. They don't even know about things like social media. They're not on there. They don't know what clicks are. They were young in like the 60s. I know. It's different. ridiculous. Different Isn't world. that crazy? Yes. And they're making all the decisions for everyone. All 325 million people. And if you think of how uncool they are, I thought about this today. I was like, <laughs> Mitch McConnell, he's a year younger than Ringo. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Oh, wow. And Ringo, who, you know, peace and love, peace and love. He's out touring. I mean, he's... Right. He has good very Beatle energy. Guy. Yeah, he does. He's got great Beatle energy. And if I had to have somebody passing laws or, you know... I don't care what it is. I would rather have Ringo voting oh, than anyone yeah. <laughs> in there. I would think Ringo would have more common sense than anyone. Plus, you can't buy Ringo. Oh, my God. Why can't we get Ringo? Can't Ringo be president? Can't we make an exception? Put him on the ballot. <laughs> Ringo would win. Peace and love party. <laughs> just, he would so win. What a concept. And Joe is Walsh it? could be the vice. That's his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, that's right. No, Ringo is not going to ruin his life. I wouldn't wish that on Ringo in a million years. Yeah, but Ringo could delegate. No, he, and he'd just be, no, you know, the face of peace and love. That's kind of true. Yeah, he could be the mascot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need, a good mascot. Peace and love. God, stupid. I mean, I'm really, I remember how bummed out I was in 2018. I was like, oh my God, Trump's going to be running in a couple more years. This is terrible. I can't take it. <laughs> and then it happened. And it was everything I thought it would be and worse. It was. It was like, wow, I dreaded something for two years and it was worse than I dreaded. But somehow I got through it. I don't know how. How am I going to get through another Trump-Biden thing? How can I possibly get through that? I can't stand it. It'll drive me nuts. Get ready. It's coming. Yeah. You really think so? I don't I, want to, I think but I... Now is I the perfect Biden, time. Biden could just... First of all, he could just tumble down the stairs and, and be, you know. <laughs> tumble up or down. Yeah. I mean, and that could just be the end. Of the guy. You know what? He, he can't even walk anymore. I mean, we're not allowing him to walk. It's Are you okay? Not allowing him to walk. You okay? <laughs> Are you all right? It's a perfect time to start microdosing. So when that comes around, you don't care as much. So dumb. I, did, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast, did I? That, um, and I was triggered when I read this just because it just reminded me that this is probably going to happen. Joe Rogan, and poor Joe Rogan. I mean, he has so many people listening to him. If he says anything about anyone, they'll know about it. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, we can kind of hide down here. A lot of people aren't going to know what we do or what we talk about. <laughs> I mean, well, our community does, but mm -hmm. it's just not something. We're not going to make national news because we say something crazy about somebody, yeah. whether we're joking or not. But Rogan came out and said, and I think he's on the same page that, uh, that I am in some ways in that, why are these two people going to run against each other? Anyway, he said that if he has to pick between Biden and Trump, he's going to vote for Trump. Mm. And naturally, that triggered people. Ooh. But that's like half the country are going to do that, I think. I mean, it'll be close if they run. It'll yeah, be close, I mean, right? Uh, I would think so. And whoever votes, they're picking one or the other for yeah. the most part. But right? I mean, I didn't even want to think about it. Um, and his reasoning was that he said, because Biden is so feeble and his, was he bitching about his cabinet or just as appointees that it's a, it's just a diversity clown show or something like that. So, uh, I got yeah. hairy legs. So that made big news. And then this morning, uh, the, the Spotify guy was on with Gail and 
Gail, of course, you know, she just had to go there because, oh my God, that crazy Joe Rogan. Are you going to renew him? And and I think the way she was asking it was like, oh. you're going to renew that nutcase that gets everybody so upset? And uh, and the guy wouldn't, he wouldn't, oh. uh, he, she said, she said, he's only got a year left. Like, oh my God, we can finally be rid of this horrible person who gets 11 million yeah. listeners a show. He'll get listeners I mean, no matter where he's at. The, by the way, there's not a news operation that can get 11 million people for a newscast. Not one. Good point. And he does it every time he opens the mic. And, uh, and anyway, the guy said, well, first of all, it's not one year. So I think it's a longer deal than that. Hmm. And uh, he said, and that's not, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't really make any commitment to not sign him. He just kind of implied that, uh, no, I'm not even thinking about that because I don't think he wanted to answer the question. But um, as far as, you know, Mark mentioned, well, you know, uh, those musicians uh, boycotted him on Spotify. It's like, oh, talking about Neil Young, Graham Nash. David Crosby, Joni Mitchell, and Stuttering John. Yeah, like 0.01 share yeah. of uh, Spotify. Five people. <laughs> and the reason they boycotted him, because I was, I was like, God, I, no, I can't even remember why. Do you remember why they boycotted him? Um, No, I can't remember. COVID oh. disinformation. Oh, I was going right, to say okay. ivermectin or something. Because like he, was, he took ivermectin and he was questioning the vaccine. Now, in retrospect, that doesn't really look so bad. And also... They're back on Spotify. I, oh, they I, are back yeah, on. They're back on. I don't know if Stuttering John ever really <laughs> that left was my next question. Spotify, <laughs> but I mean that didn't really catch fire. It's not like that started a big movement and people went, "I'm off Spotify too." This is terrible. I mean, it was just three guys who are friends, a girl who is friends with those three guys, and for Neil Young is like Neil Young, a free speech guy. I mean, really loses. Didn't, didn't want people questioning or asking questions yeah, what's even. wrong and they were with pretty that? good questions as it turns out right. even if they weren't i mean he's allowed yeah, to ask I, those questions i know the idea that oh my god you can't possibly be keeping that guy that gets 11 million people a show can you he <laughs> asks questions that are irresponsible now if I mean, cardi b would have dropped off and uh, uh bad baby or whoever all these other people maybe uh maybe that would have done something um and anyway, one of the other things that they got into was that Spotify isn't making money. Yeah, what's, what's that about? I, I mean, you have to laugh. I mean, they have so many subscribers. They have so many podcasts. But, you know, Gail didn't go there. But, I mean, wouldn't it be kind of, uh, wouldn't it make a little sense to say, you know, um, giving $30 million to Meghan and Harry and you gave $30 million to Obama and Michelle Obama, and you know they, nobody really listened to their podcasts. In fact, you didn't renew them. Um, do you think maybe you were throwing money around a little bit? And those aren't the only ones. I mean, Dax Shepard got $100 bucks. although Dax has audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he has $100 million worth of audience, but it probably, I mean, there probably aren't a lot of people with more audience than Dax in podcasting. And um, even though uh, Carl did play some cuts that were conservative <laughs> concerning regarding tax oh my god that was weird hi oh. um he did have a really big audience it's smaller at spotify though it's it looks like some people did not follow him there, but he still does really well yeah, i didn't because i don't want to pay money for dax you have to um, make those decisions on a day-to-day basis how much basis. did you listen to dax I listened to pretty much. Did you really? I'm surprised you would like. Well, that. it's so virtue signaling. But does he have funny stuff too? Is that well, are we just hearing small segments? It depends on the guest, Jim. 
Okay. I've heard him with, I'm trying to think of who his guest was, and he sounded like old Dax to me. I'm like, where'd this, yeah. where'd this Dax go? And that was the old show. I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't listen to that the That was before one. Spotify, yeah. But, um... Well, I looked at his guests... to that and Conan and, um... Oh, Conan's a different Mark, world Mark from Maron. Dax. You know, because they get current people who are out on tour pr- promoting something. Ordinarily. Yeah. No, Conan... I get the impression Conan loves podcasts. Oh, he does. Yeah. Absolutely. And not as much anymore, but I was listening to Smartless... Now, why did you, why have you drifted away from Smartless? I'm really interested. <laughs> and Smartless is, who are the three guys? It's Jason Bateman, um, oh. Will, Will Arnett. Arnett, and Sean. Sean Hayes. Hayes. Yeah. Um, I think that there were just a couple of shows where it was just too cute. A little yeah, too cute. It, it's, it's also, I get the feeling it's pretty phoned in. Yeah, I guess. I gotta tell you, I thought that Bradley episode, the Bradley Cooper episode that Carl made fun of, uh-huh. that was really interesting. I, I could not believe that whole thing where Bradley Cooper was mean for two years because he thought it was cool, and so he's mean to people, <laughs> and people, God, you used to be so mean, Bradley, and he's like, yeah, no, I thought that was like the way to go, and uh, oh, come on, what? that sounds so fucking phony, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it was just being a bitch. Or was he just busting balls? Versus um, no, he mean. was. He well, according to him, he was being very mean, right? That's what he said. Well, no, they brought it up. They said, "Yeah, I heard you used to be kind of an asshole," <laughs> um, and that you'd cop to it, and he did. He went into it. It was just weird. Didn't he almost start crying? Yeah, he, he I think he start did crying? start. I think he did start crying. So anyway, speaking of Carl, <laughs> he's a crier though. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> okay. Well, it makes him so vulnerable. Everybody loves vulnerability. Exactly. Exactly. It's so great to be vulnerable. He used to be pretty hot. Now, I don't know. uh, Heat chicks still love him. Oh, my God. Do they love him? Jason Carr and Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Those are the two. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Jason Carr, by the way, I watched again this morning. I'm pretty stuck on the show. And I was thinking when I was talking about the the views for the the YouTube thing that I was disappointed in, Uh it's like, you know... It's good when you're someone who isn't obsessed with stuff like that because <laughs> I couldn't help noticing that Uh-oh. Jason Carr's views are going down. And in fact, um, looks like uh, there's a little less traffic on Jason Carr Drive. It might be a good time to uh, be a good time for your commute on Jason Carr Drive. <laughs> well, maybe uh, it gets viewers later. I mean, a week uh, later, no, they no, keep uh, It was like five million yesterday, and I think it was two and a half million today when. It was still a go up, but not that much. So anyway, uh, Carl was getting into this this bizarro thing that happened. Um, first of all, I guess I have to try to explain Chad Zumach. Chad Zumach is a stand-up who Carl has different hosts. He invites people in all the time. And he had Chad Zumach in to go over a podcast that Chad Zumach, it was his former competition in Cleveland Radio. Uh, a guy by the name of, um, oh, shit. It's a one-word name. Chad was on the Alan Cox show in the afternoon in Cleveland, which is still there and does really well. I mean, it's one of the rare afternoon shows. Um, in fact, they were talking about afternoon radio, and they were saying there's like three markets in the whole country that really have entertainment in the afternoon. In the whole country? I'm like, what? On FM. Cleveland and Tampa and one other. And so Chad was on this show, and the 
opposing radio station. Somehow Chad hated this guy, and Carl was was going to break down this guy's new show. So anyway, I listened to it at the time, and I was like, God, I hate this co-host of Carl's. He's such an asshole because he was so mad at this other guy. Uh-huh. He wasn't having fun. It wasn't fun to listen to. It wasn't like they weren't making. He wasn't making jokes about it. Carl was trying to, but in fact, Carl said it was the worst show he's ever done hmm. because mostly because Chad Zumach was just being. He was so angry at this guy. So um, somehow it it morphed into Carl like reference re-referencing it, and then Chad popped off about you know Carl's this or Carl's. He says Carl is a cuck for Anthony Cumia. Basically, if you're friends with anyone, Chad calls you a cuck. Okay. That everyone is an Anthony Cumia cuck. They all worship Anthony Cumia so that he helps them get views, which is pretty smart, honestly. And maybe he's talented. And, and Chad, Chad won't suck up to Anthony Cumia because he's not like that. He's special. He doesn't <laughs> do that. He doesn't suck up to anybody. And he's had some problems. He's been arrested for credit card theft. Uh, he's had some scams or what sound like scams, like he's raising money for somebody who need, didn't have insurance and he was doing it through his Patreon like Stuttering John was when Stuttering John was trying to raise money for that mm-hmm. beloved chatter who had cancer. Right. And so he wanted you to give money to Stuttering John who would then give it to them, which from a uh, tax standpoint, the IRS would very much frown on that. They would suggest that John open a GoFundMe. So Chad's pretty checkered. And now there's a lot of podcasts that are making, I'm not going to say they're making a living, but they're making part of their living, making fun of Chad. And he, he can't let well enough alone. He has to always pop off back. Right. So it seems to be waking him out. I'm a little worried about him. So he does do a regular show called Misery Loves Company with Kevin Brennan. And what's, who's Kevin Brennan's brother? Uh, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. From you know uh, Neil Brennan Chappelle's show. No. Yeah, he was writer for Chappelle, right? Yep. Yeah, he was in some of the sketches. and uh, Yeah, I, would, like I bet you know him kinda. if you saw him, but Kevin's his brother. Kevin wrote for a couple of years on Saturday Night Live. He's a real salty comedian, very New York, and he does a good job. And the Reverend Bob Levy is on there. The Reverend Bob Levy was on the Stern Show for a while, and, and I, I love Bob Levy. He's really dry, <laughs> really funny, though. There's something very likable about him. And then um, I'm trying to think of the third guy. I don't know him as well, but he's funny. He doesn't talk as much as those guys. And then Chad is the fourth guy. And that show has started piling on Chad. It's been a pile on Chad show. <laughs> so they, he's part of the show, though. Yeah, Chad's on the show. Yep. And he quits like every six months, and then he comes back. Huh. But <laughs> They but, want him back. By the way, they had Lenny Dykstra on last week. Why? Yeah, for a long appearance. And uh, it was... Nails. It could be amusing. But anyway, so here they are doing the show. You got the clip, right, Jim? Yep. Yep. And Chad, who's been full of drama lately, and, and by the way, he's very self-confident. He always claims he's like Florida's best comic, and anybody that rags on him, he's like, he's nothing, uh, he's never headlined at such and such a club, and uh, uh, I've uh, I've done shows with uh, you know this guy and that guy, and he's in shit. Lila. Shh. Okay, so here they are doing Misery Loves Company, which is... Yep. It's a fun show. I mean, I recommend it if you, if you like this sort of thing. And Chad, just out of the blue, something happens. Right. yesterday. Are you okay? Day before yesterday. Uh, yeah, no. I would send a clip. Uh, Chad, you said, I'm trying to be you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to be you. Yes. <laughs> what am I doing trying to be you? What, right. what am I doing? You bring what am me I up doing? on every uh, am single I going podcast. To- Am I you, calling you know, you called Rochester? As soon as, as, soon as I had Patrick Melton on, you called him the very hey, next day. Patrick Melton reached out to me. I didn't. No, reach he out told to us yesterday Mel. on the show. You have selective memory. Right he reached out to you me. You have selective memory because you had head trauma. trauma. No, dude. Take- Is this the clip where Chad announces Jeez. that somebody DM'd uh, him? Uh oh. 
It, I thought it was, but it might be this one. Uh, how many can't. likes we got? Oops. How many likes we got? Uh, I think he's looking at a yeah, menu. The wrong one. <laughs> oh, this is. We'll give you a little dude, piece of Somebody just sent me a DM on Instagram, and they're outside my house. They just took a photo of the outside of my house. Hold on, let me. This is fucking weird. <laughs> what? They're laughing. At <laughs> look at him. Look at him it's probably the fucking pizza guy. He's getting swatted by that uh, that dude that swatted Levy. No, you can't. They don't take a picture and send yeah, it. Yeah, I don't you. like this. I don't like this shit. Stevie I, Lou, four ninety nine. Ray calls his ex roommate an actual murderer. A nice Keep it guy. down. We know. might be hearing a gunshot soon. <laughs> Keep it down. You want to hear it. <laughs> and then He's trying to get under the bed. <laughs> get fit. It's fucking great. He, he gets the creepiest shit. <laughs> Dude, it's not easy being a fucking mud shark. This is what happens when you're a mud shark. He brings a lot of That's why himself. it's not cool to be in the mud shark business. Morty Smith, I guess he should have paid. What happened? Here he comes. Chad, what happened out there? Dude, I might have to go. I, I might have to call the police. Why? Chad, what, what does the picture look like? Because you could just. You could just take a screenshot off of Google Earth and yeah. make it look like you're outside somebody's house. It's literally my car's in it, everything. It's fucking yeah, weird. Your car's in it? Yeah. Oh, it's so like, what does like that a, mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's not like a, cars it's not like a satellite thing at all. Did you open the door? Yeah. I looked at, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I looked all around. There's, well, what, are they, they, what are they saying in the DM? Yeah, that's we're, important. We're outside your house. Don't fuck around. And it was a photo, literally a photo, and it's coming. The, the Instagram account is... Uh, it's like that's the only thing they have. Oh, Dude, I gotta call the police. This is uh, so I yeah. gotta go. Can you, you call the police on the shit. air? Yeah, call them on the air. <laughs> call. This isn't Great like, call. Let me just this, this, is, this is real life shit. This is real all right, life. All right. I'm not Let's freaked go. out. I gotta go. All right. <laughs> I love Kevin wanting to call on the air. I think it was a great idea. I know. I love that. It would have been great. You should have absolutely done it. Okay, so fast forward to three thirty in the morning. The next morning, this is like eight hours later, and oh, there's Chad oh with a God. with a black uh, busted up busted up eye. And gee, what's going on? And he's got dirt all over his face. Yeah, he's got dirt like under his nose. He's got dirt going, in his arms. Looks like a Hitler mustache, right? Yeah, it does yeah. a little bit. <laughs> it's just like black. Under <laughs> and his and nose. last we knew, he was calling the police. So what happened? He got in a fight with the police. That's Whoa. what I'm thinking. I did what I do every day. I do everything. I, I walk around my neighborhood. Look at that eye. Whoa. And then I get jumped. At eleven thirty, this the police. evening. Why were you going for a walk at eleven thirty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you were going to call the police, you know what they said? It seems like you were asking for it. What they say? Don't fuck with Kumia. <laughs> oh. Look at this, motherfuckers. Look at that. His eye is completely shut and just purple. Wait, so Anthony Kumia has thugs this is not an act in his this Florida chapter. This is not chapter? WWE <laughs> wrestling. This is real life shit. I'm not sure I agree with that. Yeah. This is real life shit, and I'm walking that fucking walk. I got jumped by two dudes. Oh, he's tough now. While I was walking around my neighborhood today, he's walking that walk. Don't fuck with Kumia. Why didn't you call the police? Like you said, you were tomorrow gonna... night. Well, technically today, tonight. That sounds exciting. I'll be doing the same fucking walk that I've been doing the same three years. Ooh. It's not changing. I don't care how tough I'm not words. a bitch. Not a good idea. No, <laughs> I'm not running from this, motherfuckers. That's not What's the, the video. Kumia? What's the point Get of that? Get the fuck out of here. Your fake-ass mafia. That, that sounds fake to me. Wow. Whoever Keep edited Keep doing your this. shit. The Kumia mafia. 
I just got back from the hospital. Literally just got back from the hospital. I'm fucked up right now, dude. I am fucked up. Okay. Because of YouTube. If he was at the hospital, why is that dirt on his face? Right. Hospital wouldn't clean him up? Yeah. His hair is... Um, I don't believe he went to the hospital. Uh, well, there are people checking. Believe me, there's <laughs> a whole sub. The there's case. a whole subreddit devoted to uh, <laughs> foyering the police. Oh in God! The hospital. <laughs> Make sure he called the police when he said he was going to. Don't fuck with Kumia. Because he's been calling people Kumia's cucks. I don't kiss Kumia's ass like Carl from WATP and you know all these cucks of Kumia's. Apparently, if you're a friend of Kumia's, you're a cuck. Now, I, this is a new definition of cuck to me. I mean, it seems to me friendship is friendship. Um, huh. Does, and networking is generally a good idea. But Chad, he won't kiss anyone's ass because he's so independent and cool. He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to lower himself to being Kumia's cuck. So apparently, he's suggesting that by calling these people Kumia's cucks and saying, I won't kiss Anthony Kumia's ass. And he's criticized Kumia, too. Kumia went on a podcast of somebody who's been ragging on Chad. And so he's, he was suggesting that, oh, man, he's just lowered himself. I mean, he's just destroyed his legacy. He went on a stupid podcast with this loser who, who makes fun of me. So now, apparently, Anthony Kumia is so upset about this, even though he never talks about Chad, that he's hired goons in his Florida chapter, his Florida goon <laughs> chapter, to, uh, to jump Chad and say, don't fuck with Kumia. Which is, now, would you mention Anthony Kumia's name if he hired you to beat him up? Right. Wouldn't he, he wouldn't want you to mention his name, would he? No. No, and if, really and, dumb. And if Anthony never talks about this guy, do people that listen to his show really no. know who Chad Zumach is? I'm sure uh, some Yeah, they do. do. There's been enough, <laughs> there's been enough talked about that, yeah, they know who he is. But to mention his name would be really dumb, and also, it... It sounds like Jesse Smollett, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, it kind of does. Except, where to get that shiner? I mean, the eye is real. Well, I don't know. That's also being discussed on a subreddit. <laughs> some Tyler so, Durden uh, so, gifts of him punching himself. And... <laughs> some people are saying, "Are you looking at the subreddit?" Yeah, I'm on it right now. <laughs> What's on there? <laughs> There's one. Oh, of them right okay, there. that's Chad punching himself. Yep. You want to read some of these? Yeah, I can't see it though. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah, but go ahead, read it. I, I'm going to wait to read the police report before making any ju- judgments. So there you go. People are on it. The fuck is going on? Have I missed something? Uh, da, 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 da. I assume that no one would believe this is real. I don't know why, just knowing the history, but I'm curious to see what people are saying. I can't see Ant being behind this. I can't see Ant paying people to beat him up. Something doesn't sit right with me on this. Here's what we know. Chad has done fucked up shit. We all know. Chad isn't the same, isn't in the same address book as Anthony. Anthony just shoots someone before sending people out to get somebody. This smells of steel toe. So do you know? Do you know what steel? Yeah, toe steel is? toe is another podcast that makes fun of Chad. Okay, and a lot of other people. Is there such an industry? Uh, Trudy, I'm for telling making you, making fun of this one guy because beefs are really happening. Really, in podcasting. Yes, there's a whole <laughs> cottage industry of of podcasts beefing with each other. And making fun of each other, and it, it works. It gets clicks. I like Just this like one. it gets clicks to hate this group and love that group or be part of this group and not of that group. Instead of bleach, they just used motor, they threw motor oil on them. 
Chad is incapable of telling the truth, so we know whatever he's saying definitely didn't happen. Because <laughs> he's got that black smudge under it. Right. It doesn't even look like dirt. I don't know what that is. It's ridiculous. He either got jumped by two dudes or got drunk and fell down the staircase. Does he have a history of being drunk, too? Yes. I thought I had heard He did that. say, though, that he was quitting drinking in the New Year. That was his uh, New Year's resolution. But then he did the MLC podcast drunk, so we know that that has not lasted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see some more. There's some people that are, like what I'm reading right now, they're really they're questioning it. There's oh, oh, yeah. No, I thought that would be the, the... I thought everyone would be questioning it. No one would believe it because... I. I don't know. I he seemed like he was acting to me, like when he was going to call the police when he was on the the podcast. Right. I thought that sounded fake. I just yeah. I, it did. And when he said, um, "There's a I got a DM. There's a picture of my house." I thought so. And my car's in it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so what's the big deal? Why would you call the cops? Yeah. So he took a picture of your house, and then he just happens to get beat up that night. Yeah, Goes right. for a walk at eleven thirty. Yeah, if he really believed that people were, were uh, you know, um, casing his house and he was ready to call the police, why would you go for a walk at 11.30 when it's dark? Because it wasn't dark when he was doing that podcast. I am really suspicious. And I admit that a lot of it's because of some of his previous scamola. <laughs> some of this stuff is fake, too. It's just all... Oh, good point oh, here. What? You mean some of the beefing? Yeah. No, the beefing is pretty real. All the, all actually, this, all this male bravado is <laughs> is just fake shit. I or? think no. I think most of it is is really real. There's a lot of ragging going on, and uh -huh. then and then people get pissed because they see that you know all these people are laughing at them. Right. So they come back hard at that guy, and it feeds on itself. And, and some people are just not. They don't have the wherewithal to participate, and Chad's one of them. <laughs> he doesn't know how to respond. He does stuff like. This guy was ragging on him another podcast. And so he started doing research on his divorce and his ex-wife and his kids and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, some people start that's not like these guys are just making shit. fun of him for being a tool and yeah, for being going. a total tool, yes. Exactly. <laughs> and being being an kind of an instigator myself at times. <laughs> I know if someone's like pushing back or it, it bothers them, I'm mm -hmm. probably gonna push a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the but way you it don't, works. You don't go after people's kids. Mm -mm, no. I mean, I mean, there was, there was, although there was some interesting stuff. Somebody, um, this same guy who Chad got so upset with, somebody found a clip of him because he's he has said in, that he had a past doing some professional wrestling, and somebody found a clip of him wearing this stupid outfit, Singlet. going into a gym. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was like it was like as a wrestler, and there were like. I want to say like 20 people in the stands. <laughs> so that got a lot of laughs. Wow. I, I mean, like this. I like this comment. Did he forget to shave half of his face? <laughs> yeah, it does look like he shaved half his face. I don't, I don't wow. know. Really and good. then they also questioned, does he only wear glasses on the air? Did the people that jumped him take his glasses yeah. off before they punched him? Yeah, because yeah, his glasses were intact. Are those yeah. spare glasses? Are fine. I have questions. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just I just find this hard to believe. I know people people can't they don't like to just say this is total bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, they pick. Um, I think he's <clears throat> I think he's got a little bit of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Grandiosity. Oh, he likes. Being this sort of mysterious large figure, he has he has incredible belief and confidence in himself that is unearned. 
Nice. And we need more of that. Seems to seems to imply that you know you have to be a special kind of person to understand how special he is. Uh-huh. Like he's on another level almost. Yeah, because he's always whenever one rags on him, he then tells tells you why they are a zero and why he's better. And he oh even to the point that and oh boy, Carl's had fun with all of this. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Carl fan, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> he's bragged about. Um, in high school, being voted cutest, best smile. Oh, Chad was? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's mentioned so that like said. three times. At like, uh, uh, I wasn't a loser in high school like uh, Carl. Uh, I was voted cutest, best smile, and most popular. or so- Something yeah. like I think I know best smile and cutest are true, and there's a third one. I don't think it's most popular. Did anyone get a hold of the yearbooks? Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's a good Aww. idea, though. <laughs> Someone's got to find it. Well, maybe they did. Maybe he was. I don't Maybe buy it. Maybe he was. And, I don't buy it. And Not he says guy. he used to get laid in high school. I mean, he's always trying to point out how important he is. But when you're bragging about stuff in high school, hey. eh. I, I saw the same thing with um, all these shows are getting under Opie's skin. Opie and Anthony now being <laughs> separate. They go back and forth against each other. Uh-huh. And Ope, Anthony gets like 100,000 views and Opie gets like 5,000. Right. Because nobody cares about Opie anymore. Because without Anthony, there's yeah. not much going on. So... Opie likes bragging about how much money he used to make 10 years ago. Oh, boy. Oh, one of those and, guys. Yeah. And it's like, oh, boy, but that doesn't sound very good today. <laughs> yeah, mean, what are you making today, Opie? Yeah. <laughs> Said all, yeah, all these low-level podcasts. Yeah, they're making a lot more money than he is. And um, he was on with Bubba the Love Sponge. This is on Carl's show, too. And Bubba... <laughs> Bubba kept trying to imply that Sailor Radio is so messed up. Opie, what if they call you and Anthony and me to do a show together? And it's like, wait, Bubba, why would they call you? <laughs> I mean, that's a show. Opie and Anthony was a show that did really well. Why would they want Opie, Anthony, and Bubba? But anyway, Opie, <laughs> Opie instead of saying <laughs> that, yeah, they never call me because they would never call me. That's not anything they would ever do. Opie said, oh, I would never work with Anthony. I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Can't happen. It's a good out. As if it was actually something that could happen. Yeah. Just so, so you know, too, I checked Opie's uh, YouTube page. Mm-hmm. He's got 139,000 followers, subscribers, but his most recent videos, a eh, thousand from oh. a month ago. Wait, are you looking at his which page? His YouTube page. His YouTube, his page. YouTube page. Okay, yeah, if you look at his Twitter, he has like a couple hundred thousand followers and he'll get five likes for a tweet. Yeah, that, that looks yeah. about what's happening. I mean, that's... That's one of the fascinating things I have found about Twitter is finding people that had these huge followings and then everyone just trickled off. What their involvement is with, yeah. Hey, um, did it's you really have, weird. Did Dane you a, Cook is Dane Cook was the one that that blew my mind because he at one time remember how hot Dane Cook was? Yeah, he had like five million people following on Twitter and he has tweets where he gets ten likes. <laughs> It bums me out that I used to like him too. I know. I, I feel the same way, but I did. I, I did find he, him funny at one I time. I think he was good at one point. I don't know what happened. Steroids, for one thing. Steroids. Yeah, that's. You know, that's weird. It's almost like the audience decided that. You know, I don't think I do like him after all, and everyone sort of decided it at once. Right. And then, and then he actually verified it. By getting really weird and dating 19-year-old girls when he's 50 and getting plastic surgery a lot. I mean, who ever thought he would be like that? Well, did you see his... Isn't that weird? His, is this his wife now? Or, yeah, I think it's his yeah, I think wife. Yeah, I think he's married to her or engaged or he's been with her for a long time. It could be like a Tiger Erica thing where it's just a long-term <laughs> relationship with an NDA. But she is beautiful. No, she's absolutely... He dates... 
stunning teenage girls who are like 19 or 20. Him. Wow. This one might be aging out, though. Isn't she like 23 now? Yeah, she might be 27. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been with her for a long time. Yeah, he has. No, because he was with her when she was 18, I yeah, think. Yeah, I was going to say 18 or 19. Yeah. 19. Uh, did you happen to see uh, WWE wants to do sports betting in Michigan, Colorado, and Indiana on, <laughs> on games that are basically decided in advance? <laughs> Scripted <laughs> matches? Like WWE? That's... WWE is, is trying to... I don't see how you could do that. They, so they know what the ending is going to be? trying to guess be. the script? So, yeah, I know, so they right? keep whatever the ending is. They have to have like, um, you know, a company like they do on the Oscars, for instance, an accounting firm oh, hold okay. the conclusion in some sort of briefcase until the match is over. So you're guessing. You're not predicting. So you're betting. You're yeah, you're betting on a scripted on match to see how it's going to turn out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's stupid. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it seems fraught with so many. That's, yeah, we don't I, need I don't, to. I think why, the sports is good on. enough. Yeah, what? we don't need to add that. God, I'm really excited about I, my lava lamp. Trudy bought uh, brought a new. I see. I thought Laduff had come over just to break my lava lamp, <laughs> but then <laughs> just to break it, it was discovered that the the light bulb wasn't working. And I had bought this rubber sole Beatles lava lamp, and it's used because they don't make them anymore. I just thought. Well, that's pretty cool. It sounds like a click. It wasn't that expensive. It was kind of a dumb thing to do. But then yeah. when it came, I was like, I like this. I'm excited. <laughs> I brought it down here, plugged it in, and the, the blobs are going. And yeah. it's green and orange. I like, I've like. i always liked the, the Rubber Soul album cover. I always liked yeah. that. I like yeah. the colors. Yeah. And and then when the when the bulb went out, I saw it was broken. And then Trudy brought a new bulb today, and it's <laughs> making great big blobs. So, so you got to watch it, though. Um, the, the reason why I have so many bulbs is because lava <laughs> lamps. An extra bulb. They were all different sizes too. Yeah, yeah. But lava lamps take different, like um, I don't know. You have to get the exact. So are you sure right... this is the right bulb? Is I'm not this sure. Too hot? Oh, look, at, oh, look at it. Look at the cool thing it's forming the, now. The blobs are fantastic. <laughs> so you no, just I'm, watch I'm it delighted. and see this how is... it is, and maybe we could, you know, troubleshoot with a couple. I think extra it's calmed bulbs. me down. My stressful week has been calmed by the lava lamp. Oh, that's good. Okay. I don't know why. It just really, it's it actually it did start with Brandon's illness. Yeah. Uh, because just everything was different, and even today's different because mm -hmm. he's not here today. And Jim is kind of new to Thursday, although we we're just settling in with Thursdays and it seemed like hey, this Thursday thing is working out great. And then Brandon's gone, and so Jim had to learn how to post and. Yeah. I don't know. Everything seems to be going pretty well. You all right I over think there? so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different. Like paying attention, like trying to stare at drops <laughs> all the time, and trying to listen and look at this and that, and a lot less errors than I thought we we're gonna. Have. I was very nervous coming into today. So you you can't space out in that position. No, no, no. Not, true. Not at all. You got to pay attention. And you have to have the strength to get the full drop too. Yeah. No, and I, I you haven't heard any clipped, right? I've, no, no, I have not. Oh, you, hit that, you hit that hard. Yeah. I got bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Um. So let's see. Shall we? That's kind of triggery. Triggery. Save that. Well, you know, I haven't even seen it yet. I just read this story. This is what I was saying. God, there's so many... Hi, how are you? Oh, so many, of course, I fuck up right after that. Sorry. <laughs> sort of annoying things going on that are they're actually kind of interesting. Um, and one of them was uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh. All of a sudden, he's, he's blasting his adoptive parents. And as I'm reading the story, 
um, they were trying to sort of explain that, well, it was adopted by this couple. They had two children who both died of heart defects. So they were desperate to adopt. And they have his quotes from the mom and the father about the day they brought Colin home and what an incredible day that was, you know, which a lot of parents say. And it was just sort of sad to me because it's like, I've noticed that this, he doesn't seem to speak well of his parents. And I'm like, wow, they adopted you. All right. They were, I mean, they've got his they father. raised you. His Save father posts all, all these pictures. And I guess he was, they were always at all his games. And, mm -hmm. you know, they have all this, this giant photo album and videos and whatnot. It's like, what is going on with Colin Kaepernick? He can't cut his parents any slack. Jeez. So yeah. I think what he's saying is his parents are racist. Isn't that what he's basically saying? Yeah, he is. is so, he, and I don't think he's never said this before that I know of. I, I've heard him say some crappy things about his parents and I'm trying to think what it was. Um, I just think he was suggesting that, uh, oh, they're really naive and, you know, they're privileged and they had money. And it's like, well, yeah, then you grew up with them. Right. So. And you benefited uh, from yeah, that. Yeah, it seems like you did. And, you know, you did get to the NFL. It seems like something went right along the way. But I did queue up the interview on CBS. So is it worth looking at Colin Kaepernick? I haven't heard from him in a long time. He's promoting a movie, no, maybe isn't he? A or a documentary or something. Or a book. Did he write a book, maybe? Or he, there's we'll find out. He's yeah. Got, Anyways, he's, he's going to piss and moan about his parents, I think. Oh, boy. Which, yeah, I, I don't know. I just... Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, is he... He just okay? needs a new Is target? he okay about anything? Is oh, no. anything that's okay? Please welcome Colin Kaepernick. The off-season for Colin Kaepernick looks much different these days. The 35-year-old has a non-profit. You're already creating community. Empowering black and brown youth, a publishing company, and media projects. You're not thinking that you're being groomed for a system. You just love playing football. Including a docu-series on Netflix and an upcoming documentary being with director groomed? Spike Lee. He's also a new father who's spreading a message of empowerment in his new graphic novel, Change the Game, anger. written with author and University of Chicago professor Eve L. Ewing. I love how you depict well, I'd yourself love to read about book, her. not as some big shot hero, <laughs> I don't think you would. But as a shy, insecure high schooler like we all were. I mean, I'm speaking for you, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Growing up, I was a... I think still am a pretty introverted person. I hope it's true to form, mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how I navigate the world. It's his true high school coming-of-age story. Talk a lot His for journey being embracing his blackness, despite resistance from many, including his white adoptive parents. I know my parents love me, but there were still very that problematic things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home, and how we move forward collectively while addressing the racism. You know, uh, for being racist, his parents did adopt a black child. Yeah. I mean, that, that was kind of open-minded of <laughs> them, the wasn't it? This is at that racist. time. Does he mention why he says they're racist? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, I think it has to do with they didn't like his cornrows. Correct. Which oh, could also be parents. Just being you know, parents. Complaining are, about their kids' hair. I complain there about are, my kids' hair all the time. There are a lot of parents that don't didn't like their kids' long hair when I was a kid mm -hmm. because they thought they looked Racist. like hippies and you know burnouts. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's 
You think that he, the fact that he just had a child, maybe he'd have a little more empathy for his right. parents? I mean, they did adopt him, too. Well, he doesn't know yet. He hasn't had to deal with this That's kid true. yet. Yeah. This his, kid talking back to him. This kid is a hero now, because everybody loves a baby. <laughs> that is being perpetuated. He took cues from his icon, basketball star Allen Iverson, good who oh, he good said took cues from <laughs> like a suit of armor. And teenage Kaepernick wanted cornrows to match. It's more about He's just getting blackness. what roles, his mom asked? Oh, your hair's not professional. Oh, you look like a little thug. Your mom become. said that to you. Yeah. Yeah, and parents do, do say things like that. spaces where it's like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also is informed why I have my hair long today. The grown-up version uh-huh. of Eve wanted oh, to go prove back your parents in time are assholes. and give young Colin a lot of That's nice. And I was really moved and saddened by the level of kind of self-awareness that he had to develop at a very young age without a lot of guidance. The former NFL quarterback who once led the 49ers yeah, he was to fast. the Super Bowl. Touchdown. He's a very talented player. Was known in high school for his baseball. The pitcher even had major league interest, but he bucked public pressure and followed his heart oh, to the Oh, yes, gridiron. he always follows his heart. There were a lot more black people in football. That was like... I found some community here. Do you still want to play football professionally? Find community anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, 35. The racist Major League Baseball will have him. Five, six days a week. I'm still up at 4.30. I go get my training in. That passion is still there. And the ability is still there. He hasn't played professionally yeah, since the 2016-2017 season. When this single gesture sparked both solidarity... And outrage. Why did you choose that day and to protest in that way? That's actually something we're going to dive deep into with the the doc that's coming this fall. But as it relates to the book, people may look at that moment and be like, oh, you must have been this person all along. It's like, pins and needles. growth that has to happen. Will you continue to sit? Yes. Then Kaepernick couldn't get hired and even sued the NFL for collusion in a case that settled. Are you talking to any teams? We reach out to all 32 teams every year throughout the year. But they don't want my you. You might as well just forget Just let me get that. on the field. If I'm not good enough, isn't he, cut me. Is he 35? Give me the chance to show yeah, you what I can five? do. In 2019, the NFL organized a workout for you in hopes of getting you hired. Yeah, and you made it difficult. You, you chose moved not the to workout. workout. You held your own workout. What do you say to people who argue that the Sounded NFL like did give you a shot? That's... Another great question that will be covered in the doc. Oh, you're a in great interview. What did it feel like for you to see everyone almost wake up? Another great question that will be covered later this oh, year. What an answer. Oh, you're such a great <laughs> interview. Oh, God. I, I appreciate <laughs> the thoughtfulness. Documentary. Um, I won't speak for Colin, but you I think give that an answer. Why don't we just quit the interview what then? what impact looks like, it's so much bigger than changing one system or one league what does it mean for all of us to be faced as we invariably are with really tough decisions about what it means to do good in the world? And how do we inspire one another to make different decisions when that time arises? For their next chapters, Ewing is writing the next Black Panther comic. I like real life superheroes and pretend superheroes. Do you consider the man next to you a real life superhero? The thing about superpowers is you gotta keep them secret. Part of the goal in telling the story Mm -hmm is no take pride in your blackness take pride in your culture my hope is young people and readers walk away and they seize their power when y'all are in that position you have the opportunity to change things kaepernick's story continues with his advocacy and trying to return to the nfl colin what is it like for you all these years later to be pushing 
and still not getting a yes. Very similar to the messaging of the book is, I don't have control over all of these situations, but I control how I respond to it. I control how I prepare for it. I'm a believer that in doing that, good things will happen. For CBS Mornings, Adriana Diaz, Chicago. He could have, by well, not I controlling... See, oh, let's see what they say. Because still, there are still so many questions. Many questions. I'm sure and they're going to hate him. The book. And I think it's interesting how many people's perception <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have changed from 2016 when he first took a knee to what has happened now as we sit here in 2023. He was raising some very important issues Absolutely. that still exist today. That's right. Still exist today. All right. Colin Kaepernick, Change the Game is on sale now. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So he will be 36 in November. Yeah. Without having played in the league in, this is going right on around seven, seven years, I think, or six years. That's a long time. Um, I don't, like, the only problem I really have with him, why does he want to embarrass his parents? It seems like he's out to embarrass everyone. Yeah. Like, but his parents, I mean, why publicly embarrass them when, I mean, they did. He's 30. I'll say it again. They're white. They adopted mm-hmm. a black baby. Mm-hmm. That was enlightened of them. Yeah. I mean, I think most people I know who are adopted, and I don't know a ton, are truly, I mean, they have a feeling for their parents that is almost uncomparable because they feel very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Because that can go a lot of bad ways. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to adopt someone else's baby. Well, guess what? You're never going to find your birth parents. <laughs> <laughs> he did find. He did meet his mother, I think. Yeah, okay, I think she was 19 when she yeah. had him. I, I think that, I'm not sure he likes her either. Yeah, well, no. why didn't he talk about her? <laughs> yeah. She loved me! Oh! And it's okay. Yeah, I wonder who he likes better, his birth mom or his the mom that did all the work for him? I I get him feeling that way when he's 16, 17, 18, but he's 35 now and he got he he rose above it. He did great. He was an NFL quarterback, played in a Super Bowl. Like couldn't some of the his parents being tough maybe helped well, him get there? You know, I I think and he says his parents, he loves his parents, his parents. I, that's why I don't know why he has to embarrass them because honestly, well, you know, maybe he'll learn more when he is a parent, but not wanting your kid to have cornrows does not necessarily equal no. racist. Um, I would say I would say adopting him would give them a lot of points. Yeah, my dad used uh, to the cornrows <laughs> apparently destroyed them all. My hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, hey, here's a different issue. Charlie LaDuff and White Boy Rick. That's only a week and a day away or so. If you're listening on Friday, because it's next Saturday night at Andiamo's Celebrity Showroom in Warren. That's going to be a big party. I know it's virtually sold out. They added some tables, so there are some tickets left if you want to go. Tickets are on sale now at andiamoshowroom.com or call 586-268-3200. I think this copy is current. VIP meet and greet ticket packages are also available. And we're going to give away a couple pairs of tickets, too. If you're interested in going, uh, keep that in mind. You don't want to miss the real story with White Boy Rick and Charlie LaDuff as Charlie... In a no-holds-barred interview at the Andiamo showroom, Saturday, March the 18th. Again, 586-268-3200 or go to andiamoshowroom.com. He's a smart guy, that Rick. <laughs> and uh, Luke Nowacki, I just talked to Luke today. He's getting some great business out of the show. Got a lot of people who are, oh boy, either 
so many people are changing jobs and they have issues with 401ks. They don't want to leave it there. They don't, investment options aren't the same, et cetera. Maybe you're going through something like that. And then well, a lot of people have small businesses too. So they need help with issues surrounding that, or it could be anything. Maybe you just need a financial plan, or maybe uh, Luke has also counseled people who, for some reason, God, we have two people working, we're making good money, and I don't know, we have nothing to show for it. What are we doing wrong? So he's really dealt with all of it. And um, if you... If, he's good with adult babies. <laughs> Very <laughs> yes, good with adult is. babies. It's important to know I'm, how to... I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. No, we've all gotten help at one time or another. It's important to know how your decisions could affect your current and future financial goals. Luke and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals both today and into the future. Call Luke today at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Or if you have a plan, maybe you should work on one with Luke and Zach. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Remember, FINRA, SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and other entities in our marketing names product service reps here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Uh, what are you reading, Brands Prep, Trudy? No, I was Are you checking. rereading Brands Prep? Jim has prep today. Did you I read Jim's prep? prep? Oh, I did not. I no, saw I your prep. I didn't get to it. Oh, God, I Trudy. A, no, I'm sorry, Jim. I had a, I had a lot of things going on. Oh, 11. Well, oh, I, I had 12. I had, to, I had to do some prep, too. So, no, you didn't. <laughs> That's not a good excuse. No, I was just checking my uh, Drew and Mike podcast mail to see whether they've responded about Jeff Ross Oh, yet. during the show is a good time to oh. do that. <laughs> 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 I'm actually looking at Jim's prep. Now. Oh, now you're no, looking at Jim's I did prep. look at it, but I was just debating, is there something in Jim's prep that we didn't touch on? Uh, yeah. Did I accidentally delete your prep? <gasps> oh. oh Wait, uh, yeah, I sent it to you, Trudy. I know you did. Oh, damn. Did you send your prep today at 151 or 1242? 1241, and then I sent another couple okay. links after that. Buster Murdoch is being followed by media. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he called the cops. Police report. <laughs> they had a picture of him, like, very much called like... the cops uh, on the media? Yeah. Oh, boy. Very much like uh, Zumok. Uh, he he was reporting a, pi a picture yeah, a, of a, himself from what it looked like outside through a, a van. window There was something. a gray van that was yeah. uh, outside the house. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. It did kind of sound like Zumok. <laughs> I feel sorry for Buster Murdoch. Oh, my God. What a mess. I mean, although, you know. It sounds like he was tangled up in some shit, he was. too. I mean. He may be involved in the murder, too. Right? He may. It's, it's not inconceivable that they may open up that case. Because if you have been following the Murdoch case, Buster was like the good brother, uh -huh. you know, who got his law degree. And well, there were some issues there. Yeah, he did get caught cheating at the University of South uh, Carolina. But who the fuck doesn't cheat in college? Yeah, I think a lot of people cheat in college. <laughs> Although you would not expect him to get caught cheating. If you get caught cheating in college, you must you probably cheat a lot. Yeah, you're um, bad at it too. And anyway, this is kind of almost heartbreaking in a way. It seems that Buster Murdoch is gay. Oh. That's what it sounds like. Right. And or at least he dabbled. Yeah, but I think he dabbled because I don't think that he was a good it. family to be gay in. Yeah, I think he liked the friction. I think he liked being <laughs> right. with another penis. I think he liked being with another person's penis and creating friction with it. But I don't think he was okay with that because I don't think it was okay in his family. So 
I think he hated he hated the homo within. Yeah. Well, and it's probably not his fault at all. And so, but that doesn't make this okay if indeed this is what happened. He, there was someone who also was gay, except that no one thought Buster Murdoch was gay. Everyone, this other guy though, was, was apparently was bullied and trolled and, you know, people gave him shit as, you know, this is one of those things, you know, you hope it doesn't go on in 2023. I'm sure it probably does mm. in certain places, but to think about somebody 20 or 40 or 30 years ago realizing they're gay in high school right. and what a what a difficult yeah. scenario that is i mean because at that time a lot of people they couldn't even tell their parents because they're like oh my parents will hate me they won't accept me and generally speaking i it seems that eventually parents did accept people with exceptions of course mm -hmm. some people are just very close-minded so when buster was in high school in you know 2013 14 15 Apparently, he became friends with the guy that was bullied and trolled for being gay, which I think a lot of people are like, why is Buster friends with that guy? That's really weird, because Buster's... Hmm. Well, it sounds like there was some homo action going on between Buster and this dude. And yes, homo? Steven, no homo? Steven Smith, by the way. And, um, is he even Steven Smith? Yeah, not Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah, look, so, look up here. There's his yearbook picture. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's very flamboyant. Oh. And, yeah, I liked uh, his quote, hair. too, his, his favorite quote. Oh, can you imagine all the, God, those two abnormally pink wieners in one room? <laughs> oh, oh red exact. hair. Think of that. They, have, they would start fires. <laughs> you, can, you can have all the money in the world, but one thing you will never have is a dinosaur. Homer Simpson. That was his quote in the yearbook. <laughs> so. yeah, I like the quote. And uh, I saw his mother talking, which is heartbreaking. His mother lost her son, and yeah. she accepted him 100% and, and saw him going through all this. And anyway, Ian Buster down, it sounds like it was kind of a down low thing. Mm. And then one day, the, uh, the bullied Stephen Smith was found by the side of the road like wait, or in what the happened? Middle of the road. Oh. Is he in the middle of the road? Yeah. Oh, I, I know yeah. where this ends up. Yeah. Yeah, and so they ended up determining, and boy, I tell you what, they determine in South Carolina is sure raises a lot of questions these yep. days. They tried to suggest that I know what I think a car hit him with the mirror and it killed him, and maybe they didn't know they hit him. Bullshit! <laughs> you know you hit someone. Yeah. Yeah, of course, and so. Now it seems that a lot of people seem to think that maybe that car had Buster Murdaugh in it, and yeah. maybe it really had nothing to do with the mirror of that car, that maybe... There was a lot of head trauma. It was intentional. Yeah. I think the, the feeling was that um, this guy had a secret that Buster Murdaugh did not want people to know. Is that uh, Am I on the right track there? Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's the way I took it. Or that and it was so, he was going to say something. They're like, "Fuck you! You're not. We're going to keep your mouth shut." Wow. Yep. His shoes were on. They say usually in a you know a, a, an okay. accident like that. Like yeah, shoes get knocked off. That, shit, know, that's goes weird flying. too. I, I was I heard them talking about that. I was like, really? And that doesn't. I, and I was mean, trying to think. I think if I got to buy a car, I don't think my shoes would come off. Yeah, I tie mine really tight. <laughs> you got orthotics, so they're in there tighter. That's true. And I think I would clench tight. my feet too. I, I just, I just don't think that would happen to me. <laughs> so feel don't make generalizations like that because you don't know that my shoes would come off. You have great reflexes. Yeah, I think I would. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, but it sounds like Buster. It sounds allegedly like he had something, that, or even, even uh, Papa maybe. 
Yeah. Well, uh, most definitely. Oh, well, Paw if Paw Paw was involved, then I know they killed him. Yeah. Paw Paw. So that's the <laughs> next shoe, so to speak, to drop. Then is no. I think they're more interested in, in Gloria Satterfield, the sure. nanny, oh, who um, right. because then they can nail uh, Alex Murdaugh with another murder, right? Which is fun. I mean, it's fun piling on <laughs> Alex. Fun. Now that we've got him, it's really fun piling on him. <laughs> yeah, although he looks great with a shaved head, doesn't he? Yes, he's awesome. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Did you ever notice when you saw him in court, he has murderer eyes, too. He really does. I think he has alien eyes. I think he looks like an alien. He's, yeah. Doesn't he? He's kind of weird, weird looking. Piercing. Really weird. And uh, when, when uh, they were talking about his wife, and this was sort of a, a really loose conversation. It does and look like an alien up there. People were suggesting, his eyes look like an alien, alien eyes. Uh, the suggestion was that, well, um, I could see him killing Maggie, but not Paul. It's like this, you sort of have to cross this line that, would he really kill his own son to, you know, draw sorrow to him or to, to get people feeling sorry for him and maybe help him with his other problems? And, you know, the answer is, yeah, that's what people think. That's what they believe happened. But they seem to be suggesting that, well, yeah, he and Maggie, uh, he put Maggie through a lot, and, you know, I could see him maybe wanting to kill her. And I was like, now when I look at them, I'm like, she's, she's a, an attractive middle-aged woman, and he's a creep. He's so fucking creepy. Like, he's lucky to be with her. What do you mean he should kill her or he could kill her? She fuck, should fucking kill him. Should have killed him. And, um, and then did you see, this is... I swear the whole time this Murdaugh thing's been going, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but with Alex Murdaugh, you know, with the financial crimes, the opiate thing, which I think we still don't know the truth of that. I think he is hiding money. Yeah. I really do. I don't believe he took six opiates, 60 opiates a day. I no. do not believe that. Nope. So he's selling them? He had a pill mill going? No, I think he's hiding money, and so by saying he consumed more drugs than he did, it would seem that, oh, he can't have any money because he spent it all on drugs. He's buying 60 uh, opiates a day. And if he's oh, buying oh, that, oh. I, I don't believe that. People didn't know. People didn't notice. He said he was no. able to hide it. How could Bullshit. Any, How could no one notice when you're taking 60 opiates a day? That's preposterous. Everyone would know. He would be the only one who thought people didn't know. Right. Because everyone would know. And don't act like you don't know about drugs when you do. Yeah. So that's why he could detox in seven days. <laughs> exactly. Because he wasn't really. Right. He wasn't that fucked up. Yeah. I've been clean for 528 days or whatever. I, I don't was. even believe that. He got caught with contraband the next day. <laughs> I know. He did. They never told us what it was. Do we know what it was? No. no. Oh, I no, bet no. it was pills. Yeah, for sure. Or it or, wasn't. It's all bullshit. Or it was, it had to be, it, well, they said contraband, so I, I don't think it was razors or anything. Um, Phone, maybe? Yeah, that could be. Like well, the no, one. they all have phones, don't they? I swear, I think Not, everyone has a phone in prison, it sounds like. Doesn't it. it have to be smuggled in, though, in somebody's butt first? Mm, I don't know if that's true anymore. Really? Well, I mean, people are doing that's fucking... a grand tradition. Pretty people are doing podcasts in prison. <laughs> Do they have good mics or... Um, it was bad. a book. They probably recorded in their phone. What was in the book? Yeah, something right. was in the book, like the middle of the book was cut out and oh, something was in there. the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, that's why I got caught. So anyway, Jeez. he's. we know about the drugs, we know the financial crimes, we know he kills people, we know about other scummy things he's done, but I kept thinking, like in the back of my mind, okay, where's the sex? He's got to have some piece of ass on the side mm -hmm. or something like that. And two days ago, and I meant to bring it up yesterday, there was a big story about a prostitute who said he raped me and he 
Um, he trafficked me, and and there were other girls who said yes, they were trafficked by Alex Murdaugh, and that apparently this guy was living in piles of prostitutes, and he treated them like absolute dog shit. And trafficked them? Meaning- they were trafficked, and I think they meant they were trafficked to him. I don't know that he was the the uh-huh. pimp. But uh, let me see if I can find the story. It was really disturbing and didn't surprise me one bit. I would assume uh, just kind of just my gut, but uh, those women may have some credibility issues as well. Well, generally, you know, people in that line of business don't get afforded a lot of credibility. Uh, but I'll give them credibility because they're what they're saying is something I truly believe. Because <laughs> <I just laughs> you want it to be I, true. No, I know I there's pussy it. involved with this. I know there is. There's got to be. Like, why else would he kill Maggie? Okay, why would he kill Paul. Lindsay Edwards worked as a stripper and claimed she was forced into prostitution, hired by Alex Murdoch for sex, and abused by him. Jurors never heard this damning evidence against the shamed legal scion and his pro- legal scion and his propensity for violence. Um, 20 for oral, 50 for half and half. Anal will cost you extra. Murdaugh allegedly beat and raped a prostitute who claims he hired her from a sex trafficking ring that catered to mayors, judges, solicitors, district attorneys, and police officers. Actually, as I read on with this, I thought, you know, as, as sort of, um, what's the word? As sort of rigged as this South Carolina low country is. Mm-hmm. I have to believe there might be another gigantic scandal there, and maybe oh, yeah. this is oh, it, yeah. because you know she's in a sex trafficking ring involving mayors, judges, solicitors, district attorneys, and police officers. All those I mean, people are going to be covering it up. Have yeah, been right, exactly. Yeah, probably. Um, she is now a mother of four. Says she was sex trafficked while working as a pole dancer. She recalled multiple incidents in 2014 or 2015 when she was allegedly forced to have sex with Murdoch and was subjected to multiple savage attacks by the attorney. She can't even remember the year. Credibility. will now forge ahead with over 100 charges against murder, including financial crimes, uh, an assisted suicide, life insurance plot, obstruction of justice, and let's see, is there more on this? As for rent. <laughs> her, office, her account was never shown to the jury. The judge ruled it be too confusing to bring in evidence of his infidelity. Oh, the judge didn't want that in there? They're always protecting these people. And, you know, when it comes to a witness, they'll bring up anything to, to uh, somehow destroy a witness. Right. They'll yeah. tell you anything about them. Mm-hmm. Rudolph's sister-in-law told the judge he believed he cheated on her sister 15 years ago, and her sister had brought up the issue around the time of the murder. She didn't think it was still going on. Yeah, I don't have a lot more about it. But... You know, I didn't even know you hoes took credit cards until recently. <laughs> um, there was a story about... I th- was it Buster or Paul and his fraternity brothers? Or well, that would be Buster were- then, right? Paul didn't go to college. Paul never went to college? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I just think I think of Buster. Yeah, maybe it was Buster, yeah. And it just sounded like he was king shit at his fraternity. And, sure. you know, that there was a lot of really squirrely behavior. Where going did he on go? There. I know they said. He went to the University of South Carolina. I don't know where oh, he went okay. to, to uh, grad school. Apparently a guy's weekend or something, a bunch of guys there drinking, doing drugs. They had a fire going on the deck, eating food and hanging out. First hour we were there, they were taking shots, doing cocaine, smoking weed, hanging out by the fire, talking. Eh, sounds like fun. That's where <laughs> I met. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> where I met Alex it's College. <laughs> well, this, is, this is actually post-college. This is Alex like 15 years ago. 
there were at least enough girls for everybody that was there. They had their pick of the crowd between the girls. He attached himself to me. This sounds very Alex Morda, doesn't having the pick of a number of prostitutes. Doesn't it just yes. sound like him? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going for her. Don't you got any more over there I can pick from? I love your Alex Murda. Uh, came time to actually have to service him. My expectations were pretty high. I was like, okay, shouldn't be that bad. I've done this a good hundred of dozens of times. At, oh, gross. Oh. He's like a really nice person. What is this Houston from the Houston sick? 500? Give it to me. Come on, you sissies. I can fit more of you. She said that was when the nightmare began. You could see his whole personality change. You could see it in his eyes. Maybe it was the cocaine. His pupils got so much bigger to the point his eyes were almost solid black. That's oh. what it looks like to me sometimes. <laughs> I was violently choked with both hands being pinned down to the bed by my throat. Oh. It was at that point where I couldn't breathe. I was blacking out. I was seeing spots, seeing stars. I was beating and scratching on his wrist as much as possible to get him to stop. I thought I was going to die. Wow. It was also while being violently penetrated. As soon as he was done, I got up and ran out as fast as possible, completely naked. <sighs> she was set up with another job with Murdoch at a hotel in North Charleston a few weeks later without her knowledge. We spent about a thousand dollars on crack. She said, "This time you ripped chunks of hair out of her out of her oh, head. I had bald spots in the back of my head. The hair is still taking a while to grow out." Holy shit! A few days later, she came to Madame, set her up with Murdoch again. Oh, nice Madame. Why don't you just quit? I hate I to say a, this. Is there any pictures? Any evidence? of her? Yeah, there is. Okay, she's, uh, she's hot enough for him to. Well, no, I meant like with. after one. <laughs> no, I don't think after so. After one of these incidents. Oh, why are you doubting the stripper? I'm not down. I was just asking a question. You're down on that girl. I still had handprints around bit. my neck. I was covering up with makeup. She said she feared for her life, managed to escape by smuggling her phone with her and calling a cab. But five hours later, her captors found her at home, dragged her out. She was forced to go back and what? service Murda. What? What? Oh my God, they saw He like was even more pissed then. He, I got hair pulling and choking. I had a wash rag shoved in my mouth as I was being slapped across my face. God, What? Erdos, why would they chase her down? She said she asked her pimp, why did she let why, why did she let Murdoch beat her? The woman told her he was a personal friend. What? Oh. Uh, he's got a lot of money. Oh, when she ran out, he was furious. Oh my God. He, he is he only killed his son. I well, mean, he's gone now. Killed his, he killed his wife and his son. Is so. he, I, I picture he's gonna be a guy that's gonna kill himself too. I just have to believe. I or just, be I the know. boss. Yeah, he might. You know, he's such a narcissist and a sociopath. A lot of those guys get in prison, and they want to run the prison. Gacy? Yeah, Gacy. Gacy points. was getting up. Bundy? Bundy, <laughs> Bundy knocked up a chick on death row! That's incredible. I mean, you have to hand it to him. You have to give it up for Bundy. That's incredible. I mean, really, that is. And Gacy was a go-getter. He, he had his... Uh, Organized the, Gacy, yeah, he, the JCs inside a prison, right? Yeah, oh, that was his first prison tour. <laughs> yeah. But Bundy, I mean, I don't want him to get the Congressional Medal of Honor or anything, but I'm just saying you got to give him props. That's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> that is really amazing. Uh, okay, there was a, um, there was another story. How far in are we, Jim? Uh, about two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah. Oh, you don't use that clock? Oh, I'm looking at the, the recording. Oh, okay. Did you happen to see the... Uh, there was a... This story's been going around lately, and I know you'll know what it's talking about. It's a lot, a lot of people are complaining about being guilt tripped into tipping. And I, the only reason I immediately connected to this is because when I get pizza delivered a lot mm -hmm. and this new system came up, I always paid, I'm a good tipper for pizza delivery because uh, we used to deliver pizzas. 
um, for Jake's uh, Pizza. Cool mushroom tip. All three Triple Threat Trio members delivered pizza for Jake's Pizza, <laughs> and um, and and actually, t- people some people tipped really well. It was good money. Uh, Alec was terrible. Alec got fired. Actually, Alec is an attorney now. He was fired <laughs> from Jake's <laughs> Pizza because he got lost all the time. He was a terrible <laughs> delivery. Did person. he really get lost? Yeah, he did. No, he did. He did. Uh, Because it was kind of a wide area, and he just didn't know where he was going, and he's kind of a little disorganized, known for being late a lot. He didn't use his his GPS? There was no GPS. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, I have a soft spot for delivery people. So I usually, uh, before COVID, I was thinking about this the other day, why do I never carry cash with me anymore? I stopped carrying cash during COVID, and I found there's been a lot of times where I've got like, God, I need a 10 or something for this guy, you know, right. and I, I, I'm going to start carrying cash again. I don't know. Why is COVID fucked me up like this? Anyway. I always the, carry cash. I, I know. It's I stupid. I'm ashamed, though, because it's supposedly like a boomer thing to do, but you need <laughs> cash. I wish I well, had cash. I'm always afraid. Day. This is really dumb, but I'm afraid that my credit card is going to be declined or something. <laughs> Because um, I had four cards declined once at one time Whoa. in the not so distant past, <laughs> because of that pile of stuff in my kitchen. Right. <laughs> so if I did cash, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Uh, so Venmo, you can always. I wanted Venmo. to tip an Uber driver the other day. Uber typically it pops up after, right? Right. Rate them and tip them. Yeah. It didn't pop up, and I'm like, "What yeah, the what fuck? That I happen can't too. tip them. Yeah, and then you feel guilty, but then what are you gonna do? So you're just like, "Eh, oh, it's too late. I eh, whatever. Him next time." <laughs> he was actually. I got in the car. He was listening to the podcast. He was. Yeah. Really. Yeah. He That's knew, awesome. Did he know? Did he know who you were? How would he know who he you were? He recognized my voice. Wow. He did. Really? Wow. And you didn't tip him. No, exactly. Oh. I feel like an asshole. Oh my God. Can you please email the I show? Sw- so he's listening tip. now. We will set up a GoFundMe. Trudy's got cash. She'll, she'll get I'll, you. I'll, I'll fix By it. By the way, up. Jim, do you, have, um, do you find it's not as easy to get an Uber as it was? No, you know what? I don't really. Uber that often. We had, we had car issues. I had to Uber to work two days this week. Oh, so. bummer. Yep. So it did of, take like 30 minutes for the Uber to get there, but yeah. it was. Okay, that's yeah. kind of a problem. But it was yeah. 7.15 in the morning. Are there that many people Ubering oh. at that point? So I kind of was like. I expected it. Yeah. You set them up the night before, and you usually don't have any trouble at all if well, you can predict that you need one. The pizza delivery thing. So now it seems instead of uh, instead of needing to carry cash or set it up on the phone or whatever, they just show up with the credit card thing. Mm-hmm. You put your credit card in, and then it gives you the option to tip 15%, 25%, or 30% with one of the pizza places. Really? Yeah. And and actually, like you just push the button, you're not even writing the amount. In. You can decline. I mean, you can decline to tip, but the guy's standing right there. Uh-huh. And so I tend to push twenty five because I'm like, eh, oh, not cheap ass. Extra five percent. I know I push thirty sometimes too. It just depends, but I never push fifteen. And there is a guilt issue because <laughs> f- even though fifteen percent, that's not bad for pizza delivery. No, because pizza isn't typically fifteen twenty percent. It's like. No. A few dollars or five bucks. They usually yeah. get five or six bucks. But I mean, bucks. having the person who gets a tip right there and you have to push the button and they're watching you. It, so anyway, uh, a lot of people, it turns out, are really pissed about this issue because this tip option thing, this iPad, uh, this kind of iPad checkout interface where they give you, you know, 10%, 15%, 20%, 30% or no tip. And so this guy, he's a tech columnist, Brian Chen. <laughs> He said he got he got just the most evil eye from this clerk. He said it was at a supermarket where he chose no tip, 
And it's like uh, supermarket. Wait, supermarket. It's supermarkets. Supermarkets ask you for tips. No, I'm not aware of this. But he also said that um, he felt he was getting something for his motorcycle, and they had the same tip thing. He's getting his motorcycle uh, fixed or tuned up or something. And they have a tip option, too. And he said he pushed for the highest tip because well, they're fixing my motorcycle and my safety depends on these people. So, <laughs> But he still said, like, I this is like a mental quandary he goes through every time he's... Now, I've also seen this where they go, um, you know, at the pet store, do you want to give $1 to dogs that are just about to die? $5, $10? It's like, oh, <laughs> God, or you know, round, up, round up to the nearest dollar. Right. Uh, to, yeah, the round up. That's, that's another or... scam. So anyway, um, I, I never, I never, I have to admit, I never. No. Thanks for the tip. At the pet store because I, <laughs> I already take care of them. You have enough pets to no, take care. Of. They don't know yeah. that though. I feel like I've invested so, in. in so the when pet you world. leave, they think whenever they see you, they go, "Oh, there's that person that does not give a <laughs> fuck about cats that are dying." She passed every time Judy you walk Daniels. in. <laughs> oh, it's Trudy again. <laughs> So, uh, you know, he quoted a lot of people in the story who were saying that, yeah, the tipping option comes up in places where I don't think I should have to give a tip. Like um, uh, three or four people mentioned, when I get takeout, exactly. it's takeout. Why are they giving me a tipping option? He said, I don't want to. I know I do tip for takeout. But I do out of guilt. Yeah, I do out of guilt too. Because I do take out because so I don't have to tip. That's part of the reason. The rule there is that you're you're tipping a server, and they're not technically the server. Right. Right. I mean, they prepared your. Or if I got a really big order, then I'm more likely to tip. It's intentional coercion. Is what sure. you know a lot of experts are saying, but uh, are you finding this that they give you the the fifteen, twenty five, thirty five option? And yeah. You're like oh, yeah. God. I don't yeah. Know. You know what? It backfired. We went out to eat last week, and they automatically put like twenty percent. And she filled it out. She put the amount in. <laughs> really? And I go, and all I had to do was sign it. I'm like, I kind of was going to give her a few extra bucks here, but I don't know. She wrote it in. Uh. That's what she's getting. <laughs> yeah, they must make out on it, or they wouldn't do it. I mean, anytime they change the option, I always know. Okay, I know I'm losing in this because you wouldn't have changed it. If it wasn't right. better for you. Yeah. Um, um, it's. Do you tip, um, well, I mean, Tan Rob is your sort of guy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, hot. But, um, you know, like, do you tip, like, if a plumber comes over or somebody who's serving, like, fixing the electricity or whatever? Mm, because we, I would say I would be more inclined, like, I tip the guys who moved my refrigerator into my house. Right, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they're probably not making enough for that work i mean they're destroying yeah, themselves they're destroying work, their yeah, backs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, for electrician or something i like a lot of times it's people that are you know they're their own company mm-hmm. uh i don't you know i don't really think about it that much when somebody's doing that kind of a service because usually first of all they're gonna charge the fuck out of you right they, right. they, they fix your air conditioner that, or whatever they built that tip into their price yeah well you know like mine work for a sort of a big company that has multi you know like units they plumbing electricity and all that and they have a membership that you join really? that you can join so that say in the middle of summer if your air conditioning goes out you're one of the first people that they're going to fix how much does that cost mm. it's like 20 bucks a month so do, should i 20 bucks a month yeah so you may go like four years yeah i mean i don't expect wait this is for your heating and air conditioning Kind of, you're yeah. Paying well, almost a thousand dollars. Heating, AC, plumbing, whatever. So you might get go the, wrong. You, the twenty dollars just goes to your peace of mind. 
You don't, it doesn't go right. towards the repair. Okay, so, but the proof is in the pudding because <laughs> I don't know how the future is going to, you know. But if you had pro- well, if I have a problem, your house hates I, you. Am I? It does. It has a record for hating me. But am I really going to be the first on the list? I don't. I'm going to be the very first person wait, if the. I twenty dollars a month seems insane to me for yeah, that. I think it's twenty. Two hundred forty dollars a year. Yeah. If, if it takes you four to years, to be it's first like a on grand. the list, you paid a grand. Like I'd rather wait. All right, all right. I'm canceling. Trudy, <laughs> she's taking. A note. Yeah, She's that's like, just, I don't know. This is fucked up. Did you discuss this with Zoobs? <laughs> Good question. Is Zoobs aware of this? Um, I think Uh-oh. he was home when. Um, what, what did we Zoobs. have fixed last time? Yeah, I, I think he was was home when we had it installed. So he's upstairs taking a bath. Was he in favor of being first in line for twenty dollars a month? Um, yeah. Something I, tells me. I, I for some reason for I thought that. Zoobs would not like that. Yeah, well, he's you know he's a finance major, so he should actually okay. tell me what the right, right and wrong thing is to do. See, yeah, oh, we had a water heater involved. That was the thing, and so I mean, water heaters aren't even that expensive. Yeah, you don't have to be first on the list, like water. that. Actually, you know, no, that, that's supposed to last for ten you. or fifteen years. So I, sh- right. I really shouldn't be. No, I think I got to cancel. Sorry if the guy's listening who's <laughs> losing out. <laughs> it's twenty dollars well, a month. It's not really him though. It's the company that's getting this it. Is, can so. anybody out oh, there? I feel like I have to tip him for that reason. Can anyone clarify the program Trudy is talking about? So if she's being completely scammed, <laughs> we, can, we can at least address that at a later date. Someone's got some caper going. That <laughs> does seem like Another a caper, doesn't caper. it? Is this is Pat still involved in this company? <laughs> <laughs> you find out he's the CEO. <laughs> Still in brothers. <laughs> um, I got a, an email from somebody today, and they sent a link as as I get from so many people, and I, I really like it because, honestly, there's so much out there now. It's impossible to stay up with everything, but I, I do appreciate when I get links, and sometimes it's something I already know, and sometimes it's not. And this story I had not heard from anyone. Um, you guys know who Monique is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when you think of Monique, what do you think of? She's a comedian, right? You don't think of Precious first? Well, yes. <laughs> Forgot about that. I never saw. I've never it's seen not, Precious. She, Precious. Are you a fan of Monique? her comedy? I mean, do you watch her comedy? No, I don't think I've seen all that much of Monique. I yeah. heard her one time, and I I didn't laugh. Okay, uh, I am aware own. of her comedy only because. Well, I'll explain in a minute. Okay, Monique, who came to us, we became known, or she became known to us, the movie Precious. If you watch it, she played Precious in the movie Precious, right? No, <laughs> no, that was no. uh, Gabourey Sidibe or yeah. Wait, sh- that's not the same person doing stand up. No. <laughs> oh, Monique was the supporting actress, right? Correct. Yeah, she was in the movie. Okay, so yeah, it's not sub. Yeah, I know her. They all look the same. To you. It's not the same person. Um, <laughs> yeah, that girl's huge. She lost well, weight though. Big. She lost a lot of weight. The girl who played Precious, Gabourey Sidibe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't she, was- she lose a bunch of weight? I think she did. I'm going to have to I, see it. I'm pretty sure it. she did. I have seen her on quite a few talk shows. She's actually very entertaining. She's got a really good sense of humor. She's funny. But she is not doing comedy. No, no I don't think no, so. Okay. okay, so yeah, Monique well, won. She didn't lose weight there. Monique won Best Supporting Actress okay. for her role in the movie Precious, not as Precious. Okay. Okay, I think we got it right now. So anyway, Oprah, um, Oprah was involved in making the movie. And so, and also in promoting, I think the, because they were nominated for a bunch of awards Uh and she helped get the movie made in the first place. So Oprah knew Monique pretty well. Well, after the Oscars, when Monique was really sort of front and center, um, uh, Oprah 
somehow was contacted about a, a kind of dark story from her life involving her brother who had molested her. And Oprah's brother? Or Monique's no, Monique's brother. brother. Okay. Okay. And the story was that he wanted to come on Oprah's show. He knew that Oprah was working with him. He wanted to come on the show and he wanted to apologize. And he wanted to say that, you know, he has been through, you know, some kind of a program and he is, uh, wants to atone for what he did wrong and that, you know, he's done the work. I mean, literally done the work. So he shows up for the taping. And by the way, Oprah actually talked to Monique and said, I've been contacted. My show has been contacted by your brother, blah, blah, blah. Wow. You know, is this something you would have a problem with? And Monique gave it, quote unquote, her blessing and said, okay, that's okay. But Oprah asked her to come on the show and she said, no, I don't want to come on the show. So Oprah's like, okay, well, I'm going to do the show. So the brother shows up and the brother arrives with her mother and father and other brother as well. They all showed up at the taping and Oprah was like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Anyway, she ends up doing the show and she actually did talk to the mother, the father, and the other brother. And by the way, the other brother was kind of an asshole. Apparently, he downplayed the abuse. He's like, I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> said, really? it, uh, I didn't think it was that bad. Never bothered me. I'm fine. Yeah, I, it was just a little thing. It was over. I mean, come on. Get over it, Monique. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad, but it was something to that effect. Mm -hmm. He downplayed the abuse. He's like, I don't even think it happened. Whatever he said. She didn't like it at all. And Monique was really pissed because, no, this, I started really having doubts about Monique because Monique is livid for a number of reasons. One, because the other brother downplayed the abuse. Then she was mad because what's her mother doing there? She doesn't even talk to her mother anymore. Her mother's out of her life. Oh, just cashing and in. And she's not even close to her father and blah, blah, blah. So, she, yeah, she thought it's a money grab. And so she was mad at Oprah and Oprah... Uh, Oprah, she called Oprah repeatedly to bitch her out, and oh. <laughs> apparently Oprah never called her back. Oprah blocked her. <laughs> yeah, Oprah blocked her. <laughs> Just like Tiger. Oprah called Tiger's people to take <laughs> care of it. How do you deal with this? So, Monique runs into Oprah at this. Uh oh. It was a. It was some really fancy schmancy event. She runs into Oprah, and I guess um, <laughs> somebody who was there said. Yeah, it got really loud, and you could hear a pin drop because Monique was like calling out Oprah, Whoa, and Oprah was like, "You don't do that." Look, uh, Monique, your family all showed up. They were not invited, and the decision was made that we would try to negotiate this story. It might even be better to have some input from them, and um, you know, understand you were upset with some things. I'm sorry about that, and I believe I am Oprah, very sorry so about that. Stuff like that happens. Oh, I I believe it. Yeah. So anyway, the point is that. Monique has just come out to say that I'm still very unhappy about this and I want to be publicly apologized to by Oprah. Ugh. Wow, what a tall order. How about being apologized to by her brother? Did he apologize? He did, ap he did right, apologize, brothers. but the other brother oh. is, needs to apologize now too. For because, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think she might have liked it. I don't know. And then Oprah said, Everyone in the audience is going home with Vagisil Wash! <laughs> I don't think my brother even liked it. You know, maybe she should apologize to him. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I'm just brother. projecting. I'm just guessing. Well, some people were saying that was said. Yeah, some people were saying that the brother said something like that. Right. She was angry at the other brother for downplaying it, and I quote, so it could have been something like that, as simple as, uh, I don't think it was that bad! 
<laughs> or it might have been something worse, you know, like, uh, you know, he didn't even enjoy it. <laughs> I don't even think it blew up. Oh, the hell? Oh, my God. Get over it. <laughs> I don't think. Whatever he said, it was really, it was just not appropriate. I wasn't there. I don't it know. Sensitive. It was clearly inappropriate. <laughs> I think you made that clear. So, um, <laughs> I guess... It sounds to me like Oprah's not going to apologize publicly. Oh, no, I don't blame Oprah. <laughs> I don't either. I, but I thought... How is she going to do it anyway? She doesn't have the TV show anymore to do it. But, you know, it is kind of interesting. Kind of special. There, really, Oprah did so many shows for so long. There are some people who, you know, have really walked out of there very unhappy. Yeah. Like uh, Ryan O'Neal. There was a show done, you know... Tatum O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill and Ryan O'Neill's son, who he punched out and knocked his teeth out. Right. And he did drugs with Tatum and on and on and on. And and Ryan O'Neill, I guess, wanted to do a show sort of of in that line, like, yes, I made terrible mistakes. I'm very sorry, you know, something to that effect. And, and he walked out saying he was very he felt very exploited. And people thought she exploited the shit out of Lindsay Lohan, who she did a series on in 2014. And then the biggest, my Those biggest people gripe. people agreed to do it. Yeah, they did. They they wanted to do it, but it didn't turn out the way. But a lot of times things don't turn out the way people think yeah. they're going to. However, to me, if there is any gripe with Oprah, it is her sort of pseudoscience stuff she used to do. Like, oh. I don't know if people even remember this, but she used to have Jenny McCarthy on saying vaccines were bullshit. Yeah. It caused Dad, autism. She created Dr. Phil. She did create Dr. Phil. Which in turn created a bad baby. Yeah, you're right. Some people are saying, did you see Dr. Phil at all today or hear about it? No, I thought he was over. Somebody was saying that um, he had somebody on the show who thought they were really hot. So I, I record <laughs> Dr. Phil, so I'm going to have to check out who this person is that thinks they're hot. Oh, great. I don't know why it's such a popular topic these days. Because <laughs> Oprah, it's an awesome topic. <laughs> I know it is, especially with guys. Um. I guess the the feeling was that Oprah kind of really contributed a lot to the anti-vax movement because she explored it on the show. And this is weird. Why is Jenny McCarthy off the hook for this? You know, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about the other vaccine problem where, you know, Jenny McCarthy was running around saying um, that it's creating autism. There used to not be any autism. It's the vaccines. And she was a loud voice, and but now nobody ever says, "Hey, Jenny McCarthy, uh, do you uh, regret that?" I mean, nobody ever says anything about it. Why is Jenny McCarthy off the hook? Because it's one of those moments where she acts like, "Forget all about that." I can't that. hear you. Yeah. But um, point about that. I is, don't think it was that bad. There. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said that. Now, actually, I, that's what he said. There I'm were people. Sure. The, the people saying it were very credible. They were. There were people dumb enough to be sucked in by that who didn't vaccinate their children. Yes. And their children then contracted, I think it was measles. Yeah, measles came back. Measles yeah. was dead. And her, it yeah, came she back. was part of the reason why measles came back. Yeah, nice going, McCarthy. And uh, and so, but, you know. We hold people, I mean, we shame people forever now. And I, I mean, the anti-vax movement was a real bummer. Yeah. But it seems that nobody's really held to account for it, except for the the person that did the big science project that everyone quoted, who turned out to be a big liar. 
Yeah. Crazy but that was that once that, that was debunked. Yeah, it is crazy. Once that was debunked, it seems like the movement just lived on. Did that guy admit to it? He admitted to it being wrong. Am, am I right? No, there? he was absolutely busted. He was totally busted. I thought afterwards he admitted, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, Some people were saying. I think that. It was. I think th- th- what I heard was somebody said, "I don't think it was that bad." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this guy in the Oprah panel yelling that out. <laughs> No big deal. I don't think it was that bad. I kind of think she liked it. I, I don't know. She makes a lot of money now. She's fine. She's doing fine. She got an Academy Award. <laughs> but wasn't, anyway. she all, wasn't she also mad that she didn't get paid in, as much as other yes. comics? So yeah, okay. She's had okay. a couple of grievances. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to point that out. That Why is it every time I hear about Monique, it's always about her being screwed? She got She won an Oscar. That was a big deal. I mean, that was before Oscars So White, too. Yeah. You know, and, and granted, it was a great movie. It was, I, I really understand the the power of that movie. It was a very, people really appreciated that movie. It was critically acclaimed and all that. But this thing about comedy is just bullshit because, you know, I asked you guys, and you really aren't terribly familiar with her comedy. I wasn't at all. Okay, uh, the only reason I'm familiar with her comedy is because... Netflix, and this is one thing I don't like about Netflix. I understand what they're trying to do, but Netflix had, there was a period in time where I'm like, God, every documentary I watch seems to have the same theme. It's about people being screwed over by racism or by the system or, you know, criminals, uh, um, confessions that are fake. Mm-hmm. And they had the story about the guy that drove his car into the lake in Wyandotte, oh, Lyle, yeah. Delisle, which. No, that was not a fake confession. That was no, anyway. but they put some doubt into. Yeah, they were trying minds. to put doubt in your mind, and I was like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a big agenda there, and I don't expect that of a platform. And then um, I they know had a huge one that made a ton of money. That first uh, or uh, what's the one? Stephen Avery. Yes, which was so, total so that was bullshit. huge. It made a ton of money. Oh, whoa! But then I started noticing because I used to love like any comedy special. I go, oh, there's a comedy special. Well, this person must be great. And I watched some comedy specials. And I'm like. How did this person get a comedy? This is not a great comedy special. All the people that don't get Netflix comedy specials, who I love, and then Monique gets offered one, (laughs) um, and and Netflix acknowledged that yes, we are trying to you know have great diversity and inclusion by offering people of different backgrounds, uh, you know, comedy specials, and so that was where Monique fell in, and they offered her. $500,000. And when Monique went ballistic and said, that's so racist, that is so sexist. You offer Amy Schumer $13 million, you pay Dave Chappelle $20 million, and you offer me $500,000 because I'm a black woman. And so at that point, I was like, okay, I didn't know she did comedy. I didn't know. I'm surprised she even gets offered a Netflix special. Let's see what she's doing. And so I watched some Monique and I was like, I wouldn't pay her $500,000. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would not, to me, I think she's taking up space on Netflix if they had actually made the deal, because I just didn't think she was that funny. So anyway, it turns out that Netflix made the offer based on, and I quote, a liberal guess at oh. what she made doing comedy for a full year. Because what the idea was that once you do a Netflix special, you lose your best material, you know, for a significant period of time. And so they in were that guilted case, into doing yeah, this? Yeah, that's what... And and if she made a half a million dollars doing stand-up comedy, I'd be shocked. I just didn't think she was that funny. Maybe she did. Anyway, 
That's what they based it on. They said we paid Amy Schumer $13 million because she sells out Madison Square Garden. Right. Because if you remember at that time, Amy Schumer was really popular. We know it's going to get a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, you're taking that material away from her that she could take on tour, and they sort of look at what where she could sell out and how much revenue that would bring in, and that was the basis for that. Dave Chappelle is the the best stand-up comic out there, period. Yeah. That's why he's paid $20 million. Not because Monique is a black woman and he's a black man. So anyway, I thought, I, if I was Monique, I would go, $500,000? Fuck yeah. Take the win. But no, she sued Netflix. And I, as far as I know, she didn't get a thing out of it. Did she win her lawsuit? I never heard I don't think so. the outcome of that was. But, you know, now she's demanding Oprah apologize. She's suing Netflix. I mean, I hope she's working, for Christ's sake. I mean, it's not like she's so angry. Monique, she settled she's mad with at her Netflix. brother. She's lived. She, oh, she, she settled. She did settle. What did she get? Does it say? That's what I'm looking for. I I want to uh, mention that she settled <laughs> before you moved on, but it doesn't say. Well, that could mean a lot of things. That could mean that she settled to pay for Netflix attorneys, <laughs> <laughs> or it could mean that they gave her fifty thousand dollars to shut up. Listen, we uh, we really wanted to have your work on here. Uh, we're just going to give you $50,000 and hope that you'll shut up! <laughs> That's, I mean, if you can make money that way. But It's a tough she, gig. Okay. Here's, the, here's the question. Is she doing a Netflix special? Doesn't look like it. Well, what what good does that do? The I mean, matter is amicably, res, amicably resolved. That's all we know. Wouldn't the best thing, though, be for her to do a Netflix special? Yeah, at this point. Um, Do it and then prove yourself. Show that a ton of people watch can, and they'll pay you $15 million next time. Oh, they will. Can you check out Monique on tour? I want to know what she's playing. <laughs> Let's see. Buy Monique tickets. No events found. She's not doing shit. Um, hmm. Then how would they come to the conclusion that she might have made half a million dollars if she doesn't have any events? Isn't there a comedy tour that she's on? You would think there'd be, she'd be on a comedy tour this. Well, Google it. <laughs> comedy tour featuring Monique. Yeah, I don't see shit. I'm, I'm going through a few. I, I'm, I just don't hear about her doing comedy. I, I mean, but I, she's not in my wheelhouse, so I don't know. But the biggest point for me was when you start saying you deserve Amy Schumer money or Dave Chappelle money, and I've never heard of, you know, didn't even know you did stand-up, and then I did. I mean, I was curious. I was like, okay, is this total bullshit, or is there something to it? And when I watched her stand-up, okay, she was playing to a small crowd. The crowd was laughing very hard. But, you know, anyone who's talking to their own audience can have a lot of people laughing. I just didn't find her funny. I mean... When you say that you deserve Dave Chappelle money or Amy Schumer money, I'm assuming that you're going to have some really unique takes, jokes. And you have a background. You have a following. You've yeah. Show, I mean, Dave Chappelle didn't get paid that money the first time he did specials or was doing oh, no, shows. No, no, right? no, no. They know how many. They know a lot of people are going to watch a Dave Chappelle special. Because he's done several of them and many people have watched and laughed at him and get talked about. I mean, it just, it just creates the picture of a very bitter, angry person yep. who doesn't talk to her mother, um, you know, won't be on up with her brother once to apologize. I don't blame her for that. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> I can't believe that guy said that. 
<laughs> such bullshit. I mean, then that happens. Uh, but to, if, if Oprah apologized to her personally, shouldn't that be enough? Yeah, 100%. She shouldn't Is have it? to apologize to her at all. I mean, if Oprah went on TV and apologized for what she did to Monique, would anyone know what she's talking about? I don't think so. No. I mean, Oprah would have to explain the whole fucking story, including the part where the guy goes, I didn't think it was that bad! <laughs> Maybe that's what Oprah should do. Just that, at the end of something, just go, I want to apologize to Monique, and just leave it at that. See, if anyone has any fucking clue No one have any idea. About, you'll know. And then the, the $500,000 offer, which I thought was, because that was the first thing I thought was like, God, she's turning down a half a million dollars? Does she have that much business? And it doesn't seem like she does, but it's crazy. Um, Julia Fox, we've kept very close track of Julia Fox on the show. Trudy, you're looking up Monique? Um, it said she had one show in Chicago. When was that? Um... Okay. I, she did a show last year with D.L. Hughley, I believe. A tour. Wait. Oh, a tour. Correct. Could you can you show can you tell me what venues there? It was at the Fox Theater here. Uh, with D.L. Hughley? Correct. So it's a it's a co-headlining tour or is mm. is someone the headliner and someone the second comic? I'm guessing D.L.'s the headliner. That's, That's kind of what like, I thought, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. I don't want to pile on. I don't know. It, it's not fair. It says, um, Monique, average ticket prices, uh, city, Chicago, venue, UIC forum, 42 tickets available, 159 per ticket. UIC, but well, it, that, means that, that means maybe that the, the good tickets are available. People are buying ooh, the cheaper tickets. There was a feud after the D.L. Hughley and uh, Monique thing. Oh, what a surprise. Why? It's on TMZ after contra <laughs> contract feud. This is like a month after the, the, the Fox... Uh, Oh, the headline show. is, I'm done dealing with Monique. <laughs> sounds like her brother. You want to hear DL? Yeah. Ooh. A lot of people saw this, the back and forth with you and Monique. And, sure. you, and, you, and she, she apologized. I wonder if you took that, like, if, if I don't, that. I don't even know who you're talking about. I, you listen, accept the apology? I don't even know who you're talking about. That You only get so many breaths in your life, and I refuse to use one more on somebody like that. <laughs> I love it. And you, but you, you, heard, you heard the... I haven't heard anything. I don't listen to that. Really? Not at all. <laughs> a lot of people felt like... A lot, I heard people talking about it, and they were saying, yo, it, it was like the very, like... It was like, I'm sorry, but I can all tell, this. I can you tell know? you this. Um, I work. My, fam my family's intact. I just came from doing... We just came from doing a benefit for the people that were affected by the tragedy in Buffalo. Um, I can go home and see my granddaughter. I have no words or breath left for somebody like that. Never work with her again? <laughs> I don't even know who it is. I don't know who we're talking about. Hey, I feel it. I feel it. There's, there's lines. There's a line. Everyone has a line. Yeah. Man, she just sounds brutal, doesn't she? He won't even say her name. Really funny. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't even. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, who knows? Maybe the other brother was mad at her for something. When she'd been mistreated when he said that, just to be insensitive. That's that's a great line, though. I don't have that much breath, so I'm not going to waste any more of it on her. The memos from <laughs> oh the God. Fox Theater show. Really funny. And she has maybe one show on the books. One show. It looks like it, but it does not give a date. That's the weird yeah, thing. I, I don't. Think I went that... to the same site you went to, Jim, and it says no events. But then at the bottom, it showed it that Chicago. one Chicago event. Something tells me that whole she doesn't have much battle, going on. I'm just I don't saying. think that battle with Netflix really worked out very well. Probably not. And it doesn't really get you, you know, like into places easier than 
if they know no. you're... No, no. If you're fighting with difficult. Netflix... If, well... I, difficult. To turn down a Netflix special, I mean, all the people who are dying to have a Netflix special? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although maybe now that they're trying to... They have too many specials on there. I'm telling you, there's a lot of bad ones on there, too. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely, but oh, who's bad? But look at all. Which ones are bad? So I don't watch oh, them. Oh, Trudy, my God! <laughs> uh, there are a lot of them. Trust me. There's well, who? Uh, Tom Segura. I'm not a big fan of. Oh, uh, he's got a few specials up there. He's, he wasn't great back when I had um, Sirius XM and the Comedy Channel. Segura yeah. would always come. He was oh, I hit the button so oh, hard. You know, Raw Dog. Yeah, I, I think so. Ninety nine yeah. or yeah. one or two, one of those. I haven't had it in a while. And though. I don't, I don't mind. I know you guys make fun of Segura and his wife. Like I've heard him doing podcast. I think I don't think he's that bad. I like him in that forum mm-hmm. uh, on a podcast. But stand up, I just uh, I don't like it. I don't. Th- but people love him. I don't know. Mm. Just not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Well, uh, let's see. One more thing here, maybe. Um, oh, we didn't talk about uh, TJ and Amy Robach. Oh, yeah, we did. That's right. <laughs> uh, hey, please watch that YouTube video that we made yeah. about the new show, They're Workshopping. Do I, yeah. do I dare? Oh, check it. I dare I get see tomorrow how many morning, it now? it's going to be over, uh, I was going to say 2,000, but over 1,000 tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll see about that. It was a well, funny bit. That's what I'm pissed about because there are other stuff that has many more views. And I thought, oh, this will get a lot of views. This is a good one. Damn it. People have given up on our fucking YouTube page already. Oh, they had. Oh. No, kidding. <laughs> Fastest growing one ever. Oh, boy. Don't look, Drew. Well, it's got. Hey, there's a thumbnail got, up there. It now. has. F- nah, that's a good thumbnail. It's got. Uh, oh, that's a bonus. It's got 57 more views than when we started the show. So at that pace, <laughs> let's see, over the next, uh, you said tomorrow morning? Uh, well, tomorrow. Uh, I don't think at, so. By the end of tomorrow, <laughs> midnight tomorrow, to have over 1,000. Well, people hear <laughs> people, the chance to hear you complain about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you complained at the beginning of the show by the time. It wasn't complaining. It was, it was justified. You're, no, I was you're... disappointed. I was just angry. I was angry at myself for not being better. <laughs> Um, Carl, by the way, is getting out. He's oh, out viewing Sarah Silverman. I, didn't, I was waiting for that. Uh, did you think she would beat Carl? I just, I, I don't know why. I just thought she would. But Carl's known to the show. But I thought people that maybe didn't know the show would still find Sarah Silverman. She would. Well, get, she's a big, big, big name. I mean, but, I, tr- I even tried to tag her in a tweet, thinking me, <laughs> trying to like do anything I can to get because I said that I, I said I think she's going to get more views, and I'm like I got. I was intrigued. I, I I thought Carl would get more views, and so far so good. Um, anyway, all right. Um, the Oscars are this weekend. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting, and. Um, they have the crisis team there. Thank God. So if someone beats up a presenter. Then the crisis team will take over. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck? It's Come not going to happen again. Like, you need a crisis team to tell you that if someone smacks the presenter and then goes and sits down and starts yelling, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth <laughs> to the entire world watching it, you know, in a million countries, that you don't make that person leave. They had a commercial break to do it, too. Fuck Will Smith. And, Ridiculous. Uh, 
I mean, can't you? I can already see it. They're 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 gonna have to like they're setting up a joke about it. Like they're gonna have a fake slap or someone's gonna fake slap someone. Oh, for sure. And oh it's yeah. Gonna well, be- Kimmel's hosting, so Kimmel will um he'll have some bits surrounding that. I, I just you know what they did, and I can't fucking believe they did this. They eliminated categories last year uh-huh. that nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah. They put them back in. What? People Why? bitch because Hollywood said, you can't take, this is terrible. And they guilted the they guilted the show into restoring the the um, the categories they were making. I have no idea what categories they are. Because you don't remember them anyways. Who won them ever? No. You don't sound? Fuck no. Um, and they always give the longest speeches, too. <laughs> they do. You know, yeah. but, but the gen- camera horse because they don't get any camera time themselves but jimmy was uh jimmy was saying that yeah this is gonna be a really long show (laughs) (laughs) i wonder yeah who's gonna be cut off first or attempted to be cut off well that's almost the best reason to watch anymore are there there, um prop bets on that Mm, i don't know did they do that for i i think that's a problem because then the people could see the prop bets and they could actually affect the bet when they go up there if they win i think um, anyway, thanks to Hall Financial for presenting sponsor. No. Mark Landau. He wasn't even talking that long. I know. That was weird. <laughs> February is a great time to buy a home in Michigan. Housing inventory is on the rise. You can get ahead of the competition before the real busy part of the spring and the summer home buying season. It's easier than ever. There's all financial hotline shutting down. It never turned on, but I, I shut oh. it down. Anyways. It was left on yesterday. It was left on yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Hall's it's be been furious. left on since Brandon left. <laughs> David Hall's going to be living. Burning. Just burning energy. It's easier than ever to get in your new home with Hall Financial's Buy Smart program. This is exclusive, and it gives you up to $2,500 toward your down payment. You don't have to pay it back if you qualify. That's that's a nice little boon to your efforts. Get pre-approved same day with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval. They can even connect you with a top realtor from one of the exclusive realtor networks. They have very local people. If you say, I'm just looking in this small part of West Bloomfield. I am just want... Just the six-block area, Hall Financial has a huge network of people who know those areas. So whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current home, you need to call Hall Financial first at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall First. How often have you said Boone in your life? Not many times. That was one of the... That's a good point, Trudy. Is it in the copy? And Boone. Was it in the copy? No, it was not in the copy. Just that flowery language there, just... No, I don't. Something. My brain is really working today. I mean, from Boone to Kismet to I don't even think it was that bad. I feel like you need a zeitgeist. In I just there I know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. I'm gonna look up that story. I'm gonna find out that guy's. That is an exact quote. Some very tiny area of my brain that's operating today for a change. I want that on a T-shirt. I think I do. I really want that on a T-shirt. I don't even think it was that bad. Monique's I mean, brother. That is ridiculous, though, to see that her brother showed up. He wasn't expecting to be there. And then he downplayed it. It's like, what? Who does that? Anyway, hey, follow me on Twitter, too, at Drew Mike Podcast, at Drew Mike Podcast, and five stars always on Spotify, iTunes, and all our 77 platforms. Follow YouTube. Yes. Subscribe. I'm so in love with my brother right now. <laughs>